0: So I'll pose the question again to you. How do you feel about people who put animal welfare above that of human welfare who think animal lives are more important than human lives?
1: I think it's all equal in a way.
0: So you're saying we should eat people.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) no. Um, I don't know. Like, I'd, so this is brought up because I say that, like, I surrender animals easily, right? Like. Um, How dare you? I, it, listen, <laughs> if I'm going to clean up your shit, you got to do something for me, too. Like, at the bottom line, I have two cats. I clean their shit. They also kill um, mice and shit, right? So you do something for me. Right. Um, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't. I guess I didn't realize that people really thought that they do. That they put. What do you think about that? I don't know. How do you, I?
0: Don't... Well, I figure that you know, as a meat-eating advocate, because I believe that eating meat is far superior to eating other foods. I would say that human health, at the expense of animals when necessary, is vital to our existence, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Now, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of factory farming, but I'm a person who purchases factory farm meat because I can afford to eat only pasture-raised meat most of the time. I buy it when I can, but... especially, like, right now.
1: Why right
0: now? COVID and all that shit? Well, all the, like... Where, you know, steaks used to be seven ninety nine a pound, they're like $14, $15 a pound right now just for, like, the store-bought Walmart shit.
1: And is that because um, it's hard for the meat to get into processing plants?
0: Yeah, whether it's hard to get into processing plants, whether it's hard to get to, you know, from the processing plant to the store, whatever the supply chain issue is that's causing an increase in the price. Got it. Probably who knows where in that supply chain it is, but... Everywhere. Luckily for me, we have like three freezers. So I've got. Do you have any
1: extra room in them? Just for personal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I, I don't, and I don't know where I would put one, but there have been several times where I'm like, look at all this bread on sale. I could buy it in bulk and I only have a side-by-side well, I have, side a, by side I have an extra
0: freezer downstairs that's not plugged in. I, I think that the kids are supposed to take it. Mm. It's like that six foot monstrosity in my garage. It's like a six-foot freezer.
1: Okay. I'll pay you, like, rent.
0: <laughs> so if they... Uh, well, I was going to say, if they, if they don't want it, you can just put it in your house.
1: That's what I'm saying. I don't know we where got I... it.
0: we got it for free.
1: Like, where would I plug it in at? I'll figure that you out. Anyway. Garage? I do, but my garage is my basement, and my house is 100 years old. So, like, for my treadmill, even, it's in my garage that is my basement. But my garage... Maybe there's an outlet that I don't know about, but I have my treadmill cord put through a random hole <laughs> in in the cinder block wall that that's Okay, so my garage my house is one of those like houses above, so like our garage is underneath our house. Okay. So you like drive down into it, although no modern vehicle could probably fit into the garage because of the height requirement. Anyway, so It's like two-car garage, cinder block wall, then the basement. And then the cord is put through the cinder block wall and plugged in where my washer is. So I run on a treadmill in a dark room, (laughs) in a dark garage.
0: (laughs) So you're like always running for your life.
1: (laughs) Yes, I'm in a dungeon and often you'll see like... Centipedes and like millipedes and shit, like on the wall. I don't know. Anyway,
0: I went to visit some friends up in Chicago not long ago, and they uh, both indie friends. I'm sure I told you the story, but uh, two indie friends who didn't know each other, who had a plethora of mutual friends and acquaintances, ended up living in the same apartment building in Chicago without knowing each other and then ran into each other based on the t-shirts that they were wearing like local like one was wearing like a local band shirt That's awesome. And then they found out that they knew all these people and then I went up there to see a show and and I was visiting both of them and and to get to their apartment you had to go to like you know like medieval times into the basement cuz you know I was like I don't know are you going to murder me? What's happening here?
1: Was it a pretty cool apartment?
0: Yeah, I mean it was it, you know they were Small Chicago like apartments, as you'd expect. Overpriced. You know, yeah. undersized. Yeah. But I mean, you know, definitely have more, you know Character. Like, character, yeah. They have more character than like, you know, the Indiana cookie cutter apartments. <laughs> yeah. Unless you go downtown or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, not the ones, like, on the canal or whatever.
1: Right. You're talking about, like, the old school buildings that don't have air conditioning. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
0: not. <Mm-mm.
1: laughs> no. Um. Yeah. And I am still thinking about this whole, like, animals over humans thing. And I don't. I'm a meat eater, too. I definitely am not okay with factory farming. Also realize it's super expensive. And I also cannot afford it. So I just don't eat as much meat now. Um.
0: Yeah, that doesn't work for me.
1: But like, I don't. Well, I mean, you're kind of on the carnivore diet, so
0: yeah. <laughs> you would I've just lost be like stir. 20 pounds in a week.
1: Are you serious?
0: Well, I started at 3:30 and now I'm at 3:10.
1: Holy shit! I'm That's pretty. There's sure probably a lot of water weight. Yeah, but that also means like inflammation. So
0: inflammation, like, water weight. Yeah.
1: Like what? That now I'm like, what were you eating before that was causing all the inflammation? Because ideally, if you're keto and you're like as clean as fuck about it. And I mean like literally only eating the vegetables that apply, the meat that apply, like none of the extra shit.
0: Well, that's the downside for me is, you know, doing the YouTube shit. Like I end up having a lot of that extra side stuff and I make a lot of weird recipes because that's the stuff that may make or break somebody from being successful. Right. So, yeah.
1: Same with, the, like, um vegan chicken nuggets, right? Well,
0: oh, like, yeah, like anything, like a vegan chili dogs and vegan chicken nuggets and... The Beyond Meat. Oh, man, that stuff is just... And you look at the <laughs> ingredients and you're like, I really hope that people don't think that that's a healthy alternative to meat. Because you look at meat, it just says beef. <laughs> and then you right. look at, like, Beyond Meat and it's like 400 ingredients.
1: I haven't even looked at the ingredients, but I feel like I used to eat that kind of stuff. It's got, like...
0: Some kind of like manufactured vegetable globulin shit in it.
1: <laughs> what?
0: Oh, uh, It's messed up. So let's pull it up. Yeah,
1: Let yeah, yeah. See. Definitely. So I don't, I'm still thinking about this. Like I didn't realize that humans put animals over humans, but then I also don't want to say that I think that humans are over animals. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I feel like it's such a, there's like a delicate balance to it all. I don't, I don't feel like, so there was somebody that I know who said that animals were put on this earth literally just for us to eat. Well, I think, I I don't believe that either, but I think there's so much respect for another creature. Of course. Like, and if I were to say that humans are over animals, I don't think that's giving animals the the respect they deserve. I was just saying that if you're going to shit in a box or in a cage in my house, I need you to also do something for me while I, because I'm going to be cleaning up your shit. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like but- I, there's like, like I, so I really want a dog, but for me, a dog can, where I live, the dog can go to like restaurants. They can go to most stores. They can go hiking with me, camping with me. Do you know what I'm saying? So like, there's this, like there's an actual relationship and a bond that I would have with a dog. And you know what? I'll clean up your shit.
0: If you have one of those approved breeds.
1: Well, yeah, I I won't. um... But I love, I love, I
0: love like pit bulls and Rottweilers and gigantic dogs. I think they get a bad rap, but I think they get a bad rap because of bad owners. And I know that that gets thrown around a lot. I don't think people really understand what that means. Like if you do not know how to... Make your dog behave, or behave around your own dog, then the dog is going to be sketch and scared and bite. And I mean, you know, you you see some dogs where their temperament is, you know, some you know some toddler is pulling at their ears, their tails, sticking you know car keys in its butt, you know, whatever, right? And it never bites them. And then you got some that like the the toddler like farts in its general direction and it bites its face off, you know, like yeah. I mean, you got to know your dog, so.
1: Right. Well, I think a lot of that comes with first. So I had a pit bull when I was in my marriage. Um, my ex-husband and I had a pit bull and we had her, I mean, I lived with her for 12, 13 years. So we had her before we had kids. When my oldest was a, I want to say she was about two, maybe one and a half. She, I think she just like crawled on her, on our dog. It was nothing, no keys and butts or anything crazy like that. But, um, My dog growled at her and I was the alpha in our family. So I trained my dog. She listened, like she listened to me. She never, she never bit me. Like when we played together, like she very much knew that I was like the quote unquote alpha. And so what I did was like, I didn't like hit her or anything, but I like yelled at her and then sent her out of the room and wouldn't let her come back in the, I mean, but it was like that moment that she did it. And from then on, she knew that that baby was higher than her in our pack. Does that make sense? Right. So that's what I was saying, too, about the emotional regulation piece of it is, like, when we we were texting about that, like, I think that dogs need an emotionally, like, consistent – it's just like kids. Like, if you're not emotionally consistent, they don't know what to expect. They don't understand – when it's okay and when it's not okay to like behave a certain way and everything's just confusing and therefore it's not going to be consistent. And the, and the dog is not going to be able to be like regulated and perform. I, I don't know. I hate to say it, but like perform in a certain way. So like there's just a wild dynamic between having a dog and having kids. And you're right with the breeds. So she was a pit bull. I loved her, but I don't want another pit bull again, only because right now I rent and like, live in the city and there's all of these, like, things to have to think about and, like, renter's insurance and then if I have homers then homeowners insurance and blah, 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 like, I just won't have a pit bull because of that. Or any of the other breeds. And I guess, um, did you know German Shepherds have moved to that list? Of, like, bully breeds or aggressive breeds?
0: Yeah, they're literally bred to be aggressive. <laughs> that was their job. Yeah. That's yeah. like being upset that, like, bloodhounds are... You know, they were were bred to smell good and hear good. Uh (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. I understand, like, you know, it's like, guns are so scary, they can kill people. Literally what they were designed for.
1: Yes. Well, and so, like, what I'm going to need, too, like, so I was saying I want to go hiking with this dog that I get and blah, blah, blah. Like, it would literally be me complaining about having a high-energy dog, but that's what I need. If I want it to be able to like keep up with me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you need like one of those dogs that wants to go walking and running more than you do.
1: Yes. Because I often go on like 10, 12 mile hikes. Right. Right. So (laughs) I don't know. People are will
0: be joining you.
1: You should. You should join me. I should, but I'm not gonna. Okay. I won't push it. (laughs) I'll accept you for who you are. I
0: may one of these days, but you know.
1: Not, not tomorrow.
0: No, definitely not tomorrow. I've got
1: shit to do. I got shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> I have shit to do all week, too. I, I on the way here though, I did see people on um the reservoir and I was like, "Damn. Can I cancel any of my plans?"
0: Talking about shit to do. Like there was a Facebook group that I'm in this clutch group and they were talking about how like this guy had to two extra tickets for the Fort Wayne show tonight. And I was like, oh, maybe, I was like, me, maybe if you have one, and I maybe cause I could just drive there after we would done here. But I don't have time. I didn't get the ticket anyway, but I've got to take the boy to get to do his driver's license test thing. And then I've got to do, so I've got to get eggs. We've got six eggs in the fridge. That's terrifying.
1: That's a crime.
0: I buy 10 dozen at a time.
1: Hey, there's somebody who buys more eggs than I do. <laughs> I can't tell you how much shit I get for how many eggs I buy, or like if I say that we eat a dozen a day, like a, like I a, eat
0: a dozen or more a day.
1: Yes, eggs are amazing. And so when we were at this the dinner that I was telling you about the birthday party last over the weekend when I was there, I don't me and the mouse in my pocket. When I was there, we were talking about all the chickens that I've owned, and I said that I had 25, and they were like, "What." why do you need that many? I'm like, do you know how many eggs I eat in order to get the amount of eggs that I ate? We had to have 25 chickens. Like, duh, you eat a dozen a day. That's 25 chickens.
0: And how many they lay? Like how many, like, so if you had 25 chickens, what would they lay a week?
1: And it, it, so it depends on the breed. So what I had done is the first 12 to 15, it was 12 hens. The first 12 hens I bought 15 chickens, three ended up being roosters. So there were only 12 hens of the first clutch. And um, they, so they laid an egg a day, but they only lay an egg a day for a brief period of time. And then what happens is the older they get, the less they lay. So then the next year when you get more chickens, you kind of you stack them. So eventually it was that we were getting a dozen a day. But they don't all lay consistently. It depends on their age. It depends on the amount of sunlight. It depends on how much food you're giving them. It depends on if any of them are broody, which means they lay on a nest. Like it, it, there's so many variables that it just worked out that 25 chickens equated a dozen a day. And it depends on the breed of chicken. There's, there's so many variables. And if your chicken is old and it's laying eggs, it doesn't mean the eggs are going to be good.
0: So you just eat the chicken.
1: No, you don't want to eat egg-laying chickens unless you're, like, really hungry. You can use them for broth. They make a really good broth. But, like, you're not going to get the kind of meat that you want from it.
0: Because like, right now with, like, the way that beef and everything is, like, we've been eating more pork and more, uh, more chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, because chicken, like, you know, somewhere between, like, 99 cents and $1.25 or so a pound for Chicken thighs, yes, for the thighs. bone-in mm-hmm. chicken thighs, mm-hmm. and then maybe two dollars a pound for bone, like the boneless chicken thighs. I wish they'd leave the skin on, but they never do. Yeah,
1: but I love chicken skin, man.
0: I want to buy chicken skin just in itself. Can you? I'm sure you can. It's, that chicken skin's got to go somewhere, doesn't it?
1: I would imagine they use it in like animal food. Probably. Oh. <sighs> Yeah. No, you don't want to eat egg-laying chickens. I mean, like, obviously, if you're, like, living out in the middle of nowhere and you have 100 fucking hens and there's no food to be available and we're in the zombie apocalypse, y- yes, eat your fucking chicken. It's just really tough meat. So um, what you're saying is eat the cock? You know what? Yes, that is typically – that. <laughs> but that's typically what happens because when your rooster – so we always knew whether or not we could keep our rooster by about six months old. And they're young enough that the meat isn't super, like, tough. So you can't... But there's not a whole lot of meat on these birds. The birds... They're
0: they're just, like, skinny dude, like chickens.
1: Well, I mean, hens are the same way. The birds that we eat are bred...
0: To be bigger and fatter.
1: Yes, for their breasts to get huge. And then you kill them within...
0: would be like our society, like, big, huge breasts.
1: Right. Well, yeah.
0: Double
2: entendre.
1: You... If you do meat birds, you can raise like three cycles of meat birds within one summer because you kill them between i i think it's between nine and 12 weeks so yeah meat birds are just a completely different yeah creature but chickens i mean we eat like
0: normally i like to eat like weirdly enough like just a good burger is like my favorite like and i'll just take you know how like um the uh, like the fancy burger comes in like those pound like bricks. Mm-hmm. and I'll just take one of those bricks, open it up and cook it on a stove on the stovetop, a lot of salt and uh, just eat it like rare. Yeah. Crispy on the outside, really rare and juicy on the inside. And everyone that I know thinks I'm insane.
1: Why? Why is that insane? What part of that? What part is insane? Did you ask them why?
0: Well, because I eat it too. Like they think sometimes it's still cold in the middle.
1: I've seen you eat raw meat, and they choose to think... Th- well, they
0: thought that was they thought that was fucking stupid, too, but...
1: There's so many cultures that do that. It, it also depends on where you're getting the meat from.
0: Well, like, last night, uh, one of the boys brought... It, well, the, well the, the oldest boy brought over meat for dinner.
2: hmm
0: And I, we were cutting it up, and I just took a couple pieces out, cut it down a little bit more, salted it, and ate it. And they were like, oh, why do you do that? Why? Because it's delicious. They're like, there's, like, salmonella going around. And I'm like... Well, roll the dice.
1: That's why I said it, it it depends on where you where it comes from as well. Like so chickens have that salmonella like right? Like that's a huge thing with chickens, but if you I, I can't tell this is really gross and I'm just going to go ahead and say it, but we wouldn't wash our hands like religiously after handling the chickens or being around the chickens, but if they live in a dirty environment, that's where that shit comes from. And if it's processed in a dirty environment, that's where that comes from.
0: Now, when you would go get your eggs from your chickens, would you put them in the fridge?
1: No. We just left them in a basket on the counter. Didn't even wash them until we were ready to use them. Unless it was like, I mean, if the, if it was like noticeably disgusting, you would like rinse off the poop. But we we never had a lot of poop on our eggs. Like they weren't, our hens were free range. So they didn't spend a lot of time in the coop unless they were in there laying. And yes, some poop sometimes got on them, but it was never... Well, yeah. I mean, you try to pop something out that big, there's going to be a little poop come out. No, it's because the birds are just stupid and they would shit in their nests. But it's not... I don't know. It was never that bad. Yeah. You just leave them on the counter. And the thing about that is like, when you buy an egg from a store, they wash off the protective layer.
0: Yeah. That's why you got to keep them in the fridge.
1: Yes. And... If you just get them from outside, like they're totally good. They're good for a long fucking time.
0: That's the weird thing too. Like good other countries, they don't wash their eggs and you can buy them in like the center aisle of the grocery store. They're not refrigerated.
1: It makes sense.
0: It does. But at the same time, we're so used to them being refrigerated Mm -hmm. that it would, it seems very strange. Like I saw a, a, a TikTok the other day and a guy was, you know, from the UK and he was like, it's weird to me that. People in America don't have their washing machines in the kitchen.
1: Interesting.
0: Because that's where most of them, what's most of theirs have theirs in the kitchen.
1: Why is the kitchen? Like, because that's where like the water is? Well, the water is
0: already hooked up and everything. Got it. And, you know, and probably a lot of the buildings when they were built weren't really set up to have water run in other rooms in the house. Okay. Because we were watching um, Sex Education on Netflix. Season three came out like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I love that show. If you had a chance to watch it watch it so good but uh in the house they have like this big house and um and their washer and dryer looks like it's in the kitchen
1: yeah I I mean I, I can picture a lot of houses I've been in where the washer and dryer in the kitchen I almost bought one that was like that interesting huh now I'm like thinking of all the house hunter shows that I've watched <laughs> it makes sense we do weird shit here I don't know
0: what's well, like our washer well, our washer and dryer is up here next in the the room in there like the laundry room
1: i mean it makes it makes sense like if i didn't have to so the only reason my laundry would be downstairs or even on the main floor is because i took it downstairs to wash it Otherwise, why would I have dirty laundry anywhere else in my house other than upstairs, where you take well, it off uh, and well, take a shower? It's going
0: to be teenagers eventually, and there'll be house, there'll be clothes everywhere.
1: Oh my God, there's clothes everywhere. Anyway, I'm speaking more of like a this is not permanent type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's clothes everywhere. I can't tell you how many times I say like, hey, the living room's not your closet. Um, please take care of your clothing. And then my my four-year-old will just strip her clothes off and throw them all over the place
0: our kid like the the boy comes home from school hoodie on the floor backpack shoes
1: socks on the kitchen table oh yeah okay so this is a thing at my house too except military mom here i stand in the so since i live in an old house it's not very open right so i can stand in the door of the kitchen and go hey put your shoes away put your backpack on the hook like I literally make them do it before they do anything else. You're not, you are not allowed to leave this room until you just pick up all of that stuff.
0: Yeah. I don't have that luxury. <laughs> Cause like, I'm usually like, I might be up here editing videos or whatever when he comes home, or I might be yeah. doing whatever. I mean, I may be taking a nap.
1: <laughs> my my, my ultimate goal is to build the habit before they are completely independent of me.
0: Well, they have the habit, but they just don't care. <laughs> Like I don't understand like where that disconnect is like, the, and, like you can say, "Hey, you get like one towel for a few days, hang it up," and every day you go in there, there's a wet towel on the floor. And
2: yeah, that shit drives Cause me
0: Because until we too. get the bathroom fixed, he, he showers in our bathroom, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Come on, boy." Or just like I like, there was one like a like a week where I went like three or four days without doing the dishes, and like instead of. Oh, well, he, you know, he hasn't been able to get to the dishes. Let me help step up and help with the dishes. Yeah. Nope.
1: Well, just no, just avoided no. it too. Yeah. I just think that stuff doesn't occur to people to like, I don't know. that. That's how I felt with, um, and I don't mean this disrespectfully at all. I totally need to preface it. But that's how I felt in my marriage was like, it, he was more than willing to help out, but he needed me to tell him what to do. And I'm like... How do you not see that there's dishes that need to be done? Like, does that literally not occur to you? That the sink has dishes in it? Yeah. And somebody has to wash them. And our children are probably not going to be the ones to do that. So there were so many of those little things that, like, I think some people just need trained to see it.
0: I mean, I think sometimes, like, you see it but you don't want it to be there so you just ignore it
1: <laughs> there's, and, that. And there's even, that and I
0: don't even think it's on a conscious level.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so when I do that at my house, like the laundry that I had <laughs> posted about that I said like my life hack and that usually is my life hack that like I put it in my way because I know my 4-year-old what she does. Have you seen the, like the little river rocks that you can buy for kids where that looks like rocks but you put them in the house so they can like jump on them? No. <laughs> I'm I'm an alien from space. We live in two different worlds. I love it. Uh, Okay, I'll show you later. But they're just like fake rocks. It's just because, you know, like kids like to hop from stone to stone or they like that sort of...
0: I I can can picture it like being rubber rocks. You just put them on the floor. They can...
1: Yeah, just...
0: You know, break their, you know, break their ankle in the house.
1: Right. Well, I mean, they're they're really flat. And I forget which part of the brain it helps, but it's like the coordination piece and blah, 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 right? Like, it's why you just let kids go outside and play. Anyway, she does that with the laundry. So she'll jump from pile to pile. And I let her because, first of all, with this child, if you tell her not to do it, she's going to keep doing it. Um. Hey! Um, and then, second... Why don't I just put the laundry away and not leave it on the floor? Like I'll just take care of the pr- other like I two choices, right? You can you can go down both pads. I can sit here and yell at you until you cry and you feel like crap because you're 3 or 4 and you're just trying to have fun or I can just put it away. So I just put it away and not yell at her. I take responsibility for leaving the shit all over the floor. But in this this day <laughs> it stayed for 2 days, but it's because like life was so crazy, and I was so distracted by so many other things going on in my head that I couldn't even like focus on the laundry on the floor. So I know when I'm in those head spaces of like it, like it, like you said, it's not even a conscious like ignoring it thing. It's a you just can't like it's. And not sometimes there. I just
0: feel like I can't get to shit. So like right. for me, like I handle a majority of the house duties in the house. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all the things that I need to do. And I'm taking the boy to school. I do. I do almost 100 percent of the grocery shopping. Yeah. And like today, I've got to do you know doing this, and then I've got to take the boy to the DMV, and I got to go to the grocery. He's gonna fight me on going to the grocery.
1: <laughs> My kids women. too. We're out of bread. You gotta go, babe. <laughs> you like, want to eat?
0: I have six eggs. I have to go to the grocery and. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, and he's going to fight me on that, and then he's going to have to because tomorrow's trash day, so we will have to get the trashes together, take those out and down, and so on trash days, he also cleans the kitty litters, and and I know I need to run the vacuum, and I've got a sink full of dishes, and I know that I've got all this stuff to do, and it's like, when am I going to find the time to do it? And I know yes. the time is there, because, I mean, even today, like, I knew you were coming, and I was home at like 7.50 this morning from taking the boy to school. And I made myself food. And I sat on the couch longer than I should have. Yeah. And then I took a shower, which I needed to take a shower anyway. It's been a day or two. I took maybe a shower yesterday. I don't know. I forget. But I try to like to be, at least to be showered when you come over.
1: I've you know? noticed. <laughs> Not that like... <laughs> I see you showering, but you usually are like, hey, I'm, I'm jumping in the shower real quick.
0: Yeah. Just so you can get here and like, well, he's asleep or something.
1: No. Maybe. I don't know what I would think. We'll have to test that theory. But yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm the same way. And we just get distracted. Also, I think there's so much stimulus, phones and stuff, that like we have to just disconnect for a moment. And that's the part about the phone that sucks you in.
0: Yeah, for real, like TikTok and shit. Mm. (laughs) Trying to keep up with social media accounts and trying to like. Thankfully, I'm at a point where I don't get a lot of comments because if I got tons of comments and I have to go the Joe Rogan route and just ignore them, just not even read them. But I'm right. at a point now where I get so few that it's nice to interact and it's, you know, well, you, build that relationship and build a rapport.
1: You have to until you get like this certain following. Like Joe Rogan doesn't like he, like so many people know him. He doesn't have to keep up on that to keep getting people looking at his stuff.
0: Because I think if he did respond to somebody, it would probably like break the Internet.
1: I don't think that. But like so engagement is part of the algorithm. And at some level, you have to engage so that it keeps you part of the algorithm because it knows that you're going to be responsive and it knows you're going to be interactive and it knows you're going to keep people on it. And, like, there's a tipping point, though, where you can't engage. Like, it's just impossible. And never Joe, keep up. Yes, and Joe Rogan's part of that. So I feel like, like there's two completely different things to compare to. And so, yeah, social media is um, – it is – and can be draining. I just don't scroll. So, Facebook, I try to respond to people because it's people that I know that are like in my community. Instagram, I can respond. I just don't scroll, and that's how I keep off social media.
0: Well, and but the problem for me with like with Instagram and stuff, or I have I have like I feel like I have obligations to the, some of the community that where. I am interacting with their posts Mm -hmm. and liking their posts or commenting on their posts or watching their YouTube videos or whatever. Like, you know, there's a, there's a select few YouTubers that I know personally, we're both, you know, we're, we're, you know, whether we're still small YouTubers or they're bigger or whatever, but I will comment and interact with them. And then I still watch a bunch of YouTube. Yeah. And I mean, that's where I get most of my information from (laughs) I don't really watch a lot of informational tv right when i'm putting tv on it's okay it's the end of the day it's your escape yeah it's okay let's watch bob's burgers or whatever
1: right so i do like i do scroll a little i mean today on facebook i shared a photographer that i know and she's doing some mini sessions so i shared that so i will but nobody that i know expects it but well and I don't expect them to do that either but then like we do reciprocate it as much as mentally possible if that makes any sense
0: because I kind of wonder like you know you know what's the disconnect like what so I wish it would show you like the number of people who scrolled by your stuff but at least was like how many people actually had eyes on it Yeah. Because, like, you know, you're like, did anybody even did, – did this? Did anybody see the thing? Like, you get people who think they're shadow banned, and shadow banning is a legitimate thing. It does happen to people. You'll post stuff, and it just doesn't show up in the algorithm. Yes. Because they don't want it to. You're yes. not banned. You haven't done anything necessarily wrong, but, well, we don't really like you, so.
1: Right, or you're speaking against some, like, an agenda that's out, and I don't even mean agenda that's bad. I, like, I just mean, like, so – There's a huge push to get the masses vaccinated, right? And if you speak against that, they're going to kind of like push push you just a little bit. We need to silence this human being just a little. Right.
0: Somebody posted the other day, they were saying something like, you know, they couldn't wrap their head around people who would who didn't want to get the the vid vaccine, but they would get the flu vaccine every year. And I was like, well, I mean, it's kind of weird, too. Like you've never seen. This level of like memes and shaming for people who didn't get the flu vaccine. No one ever really shared or cared whether people got the flu vaccine.
1: Oh, that's going around now too? Well, I it's don't like know. Like people are doing I, that. I, I,
0: don't, I don't know if it's got to the flu vaccine yet or not, but. Got it.
1: Yeah, I don't. I think we should just all be able to make the choices that we want to make for ourselves and we should all just be supported. But that goes back to that whole like societal expectations that I was talking about with. Um, Clipping your nails and stuff. My friend is like, uh, okay, story from Saturday that like the, my neighbors that I met and they, like, I was like, yes, of course, you know who I am. I'm hanging upside down from my trees and my kids are running around like crazy. And I I just let them run free. And my four-year-old is naked and sometimes peeing in the yard, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And then they said that like later on, they had mentioned their son, they put their son in timeout for peeing outside. And so there's this like disconnect of societal standards almost where I like, I just don't understand so many parts about society that I'm like, am I, am I this weird where I like, I'm, I'm fine with my kid peeing outside. And I like, it's to each their own. Like I'm not judging them for putting their kid in time out for peeing outside, but like I just keep noticing, like, are they nuances? Like, all of these little things. Like, we run around barefoot in the city. We pee out. I mean, I don't pee outside. But my, like, she's three going on four. At some point, she's going to stop peeing outside. Like, she's going to develop shame. She's a girl. It's going to happen. Some self-awareness is going to happen, and she will stop peeing outside. I literally can't care. And then there's the, like, eating messy. There's so many. Uh, like, um, the situation that we were just talking about before we got on the my well, friend i was
0: clipping my nails before we before we started recording too so that's a kind of a little bit of context of that
1: oh yeah, yeah yeah so there's that one too like no i don't care but i know some people do find it disgusting and you do it behind closed doors and like oh god nobody clips their nails like well i used to do it at work
0: because like I, and, cause I wouldn't pay attention to it. Like, I, you know, not like I care much about my nails, but I'd be typing on the keyboard and it would, like, click a little bit. You would bit. notice it, yeah. I would notice it and I would, like, oh, no, trim one or forget hang now, trim one. Then, like, well, I trim that one. I might as well trim these, you know. And and then, you know, people, whether or not they care or not, I didn't even ask. But, I'm at, but I mean, it was still something that was, like, in my head. Like,
1: yeah. oh, I'm do sure. they care, right? I'm sure. I'm sure some people really think it's gross and you need to do it in your own time and, like, behind closed doors. But th- this is what I'm talking about is, like, an even... The keeping of the information, like, the ownership of the words, it's weird to me that, like, why? I feel like all of this is related to control. And it's such a weird, I don't know, like, I don't know. And this is one reason why my friend's trying to convince me I'm autistic. Because she's like, you don't operate under the same rules as everybody else. And I'm like, I don't think I'm autistic. I think I defy social norms intentionally and subconsciously like because I know that I do it sometimes and I think that just like automatically walk through this world going well fuck you I'm not going to do that or like fuck you I don't care that my daughter's naked outside peeing. I don't it's not causing harm to anyone at all so I just find it fascinating though like all of these little societal expectation type things and She said it was a lot, like, related to, like, um, I don't know how to say it, PC. (laughs) But, like, even the dainty eating, it's, like, related to your ancestry and how you were raised and the color of your skin and all this stuff. And I'm, like, fuck, okay, that's weird, though. And I think that's part of it. My grandparents were really wealthy, but I was also, like, raised in a trailer. So, like, I have this, um... It's an awesome book called Outliers. I forget who the author is, but I have this like perspective of both worlds and it creates this like disruption because you are automatically from day one challenged to see both. Whereas like if you just come from wealth, you get to see only that. Or if you just come from poverty, you get to see only that. Whereas like I was raised mostly poor, but then could also get this window into the, to the rich world. And so certain expectations were there. So, like, I was never expected to look a certain way. But when we were with our grandparents, we were. And at some point I was like, why the fuck do I have to put on the show for these rich people? Like, no, (laughs) I'm just going to show up as me. And so, like, now I do that where I live, right? Like, I'm on Medicaid. I just applied for food stamps. And I'm surrounded by million-dollar homes. It's so it's, it's so weird, so weird. And then going to that grocery store
2: yesterday, I remember <laughs> I sent you that message?
1: They play the G Express. They yeah, they play classical music. Really? Yes. You have to, and that's why you said you were going to go in there and see what keto things. And I was like, haha, you should try. <laughs> you should just go. They do carry like there are so many foods that like, I can get there, and it's amazing that I can just run. It's literally, I think one time I went and it took me six minutes to drive there and back and get what I needed. Um, but I am treated like an other often. I just got a phone call. I should no, I can't airplane mode it. Whatever. I get treated like an other you often. You can
0: airplane mode and then hit your Let's uh, try. You can do airplane mode. Mm-hmm. And then click on and turn your Wi-Fi back
1: on. My Wi-Fi stays on when I'm on Airplane. Okay, cool. We good. Um, I'll try and edit that out. It's cool. Um, Or not. Who gives a shit? But so I am othered. Oh, no. (laughs) That might need edited out. I just turned it back on. Are we
0: hooked You got to turn your Bluetooth back on. I did. I didn't, I forgot to mention that. Technical difficulties.
1: All
0: right. So you were at the, uh, the fresh market. Yes. So tell me about the person that, uh, you were in the fresh market. You said it's six minute round trip from home.
1: Yeah. And I'm othered. Right. So, and I mean this like, Okay. Sometimes, you know, the area I live in, it is very, there's like bougie, there's hippie, there is hipster, there's artsy, fartsy poverty, poverty, artsy, fartsy, super rich people. Like it is a hodgepodge. And so this, this grocery store is in the middle of the wealthy area, but you get everyone that, and there are some people that work there and it depends on the age of the person. Also, I don't wear a mask when I go in, but it's highly recommended um, so here's me walking into this grocery store that plays classical music and it, it is just, I don't know. You pay a lot for some lettuce is all I'm saying.
0: Lettuce is a waste of money anyway, but go ahead.
1: Don't hate on salad.
0: I didn't say I hate it on salad. I don't use lettuce in my salad. I'll use spinach really? and cabbage. Really? Yeah, far more they're more nutrient dense than lettuce. Lettuce has like zero anything. It's just like crunchy water.
1: It's got vitamin C in it and it's it delicious. It
0: barely. And 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 how bioavailable beef. is it?
1: We can have beef. Well, same for spinach and spinach. You can has have the... all the beef you want. It's delicious. Put some salt on it. But like I react to spinach.
0: Do you? Yeah. Do your forearms get real big?
1: <laughs> no. It has You're to, to do the with the um <laughs> Can you look it up real quick? It has to do with the chemical. There's a, all I can, I can't think of the right word for it, but it, so it's in spinach, it's in sweet potatoes. Golly. um, No. Put what food chemical is in spinach and sweet potatoes. Anyway, at the grocery store, this cashier was like the next up, right? And so at every other store, whoever gets to there first is the next, right? Like there is no um actual next. Well, she refused to lock eyes with me and had somebody else come over and like basically refused me service, but she was an old woman.
0: Yeah, I was going to tell me what food, what
1: If I could message my friend, she would totally be able to tell me what I'm thinking of right now. But I can't. Um,
0: Is it the stuff that makes it taste bad to kids?
1: It's the same thing that's in kale. Like, you get too much of it, and it's really bad. beta carotene? No, it's not a vitamin. You keep (laughs) thinking of vitamins. Uh, Food has chemicals in them, too. Oh, really? Yes. Um, Ooh,
0: it's chemically made up of chemicals.
1: Yes. Well, and these are and these are the types of things that keep like animals from eating it.
0: Well, that's like the like the the stuff in like broccoli that kids hate. That like that like nutrients. No. Well, no, no. There's actually like a chemical that makes there's a, there's like a subset of of kids like about fifty percent of kids that when they eat broccoli all they have is that overpowering bitter taste and that's mm. why kids are like i don't know give me anything besides broccoli unless it's like cooked down with butter like enough to where that is kind of cooked out of it yeah and i used to taste it too like when i first started dating uh the lady she would make just barely steamed broccoli and i was like who eats this shit
2: <laughs> this, is garbage. It's
0: this garbage. is garbage it's garbage it's <laughs> garbage it's trash mm. Now I'm like you want have, She's like spinach again <laughs> Or not spinach but broccoli again But I don't like cook I don't like cooked spinach It tastes funky to me
1: I really It bothers me that I can't think of the word that it is Because I have to avoid it It's in nuts, chocolate Sweet potatoes
0: Damn Fun
1: Yeah And no, I don't get stronger from it. I get, um, like bumps on the back of my arm. I get a lot of digestive discomfort. It's like my body can't break down whatever that is. Like it can't do anything with it. So then it, so do you know about leaky gut and how it can go through your skin? Like when I have corn, I break out everywhere. It's really, really bad. And it, Basically, I don't even think I know what leaky gut
0: is. I mean, I know. I mean, I know what it. I mean, it's kind of have its own definition in the name, but like, but I mean, I don't think that serves the one hundred percent to explain what it is. So,
1: so leaky gut, your intestinal wall is a one celled wall. It is super thin. So if you eat anything that irritates that, it creates little openings, and then that those openings get pro i mean like this stuff is broken down right but all of this stuff if there's little holes in your gut and it's letting stuff through these proteins get into your bloodstream and then your liver has to deal with how to get rid of it too so it's like it's letting larger particles of food into your bloodstream and then your body has to figure out what to do with it and that's why it's really important that if you have leaky gut That you don't eat things that are known to react within the blood-brain barrier, which is dairy, gluten, because if these proteins are being passed into your blood system, they know for a fact that it causes like really bad brain fog. So corn does that to me. Um, If I have corn the next day, I feel like I'm in a fog. I can't think at all. I can't, I literally can't, my eyes won't focus. And I didn't realize this until recently. Um because I've just avoided it for so long, I think. But so the same with these food chemicals is like, it'll pass through my intestinal wall. And there's a million reasons why my intestines could be the way that they are, but, um, it just causes so many other problems and it can cause like arthritis pain too.
0: Yeah. Like I can tell, like, that's one thing that's gone away too, since I've been, you know, doing this hundred day carnivore challenge thing, like,
1: inflammation man.
0: Inflammation goes away. Mhm. And I mean I wasn't even necessarily eating anything bad. Correct. It was just I, a random amount of food, right?
1: And well I would I question the amount of artificial sweeteners. That too, yeah. Like like those the aspartame and all, all that of that shit is not good. Yeah. At all. I don't care how many people say it's okay. <laughs> like if there's I am a huge proponent into not eating anything that's artificial. However, I do do it. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean I. It doesn't mean I'm like a purist, but I know when I sh- stick that shit in my mouth, there's going to be ramifications, or could be ramifications.
0: Yeah, I mean, whether it's like monk fruit or because I mean, monk fruit's not an artificial. Mm-hmm. Stevia is not artificial.
1: Yeah, but stevia for me, if I drink a bun, like so, I found this out by like binge fucking drinking some, I forget what it is, those prebiotic drinks. I forget what they're called. They're really, really good, but they're sweetened with stevia. What happened to me after a month was my hair started falling out. I started getting really fatigued. I started getting really bad inflammation and it's the fucking stevia. Like if I, so I can have it once in a while and it doesn't affect me. I just had one of those drinks yesterday, but they're super good. And if I want one again today and then like tomorrow, like if I keep doing it, It messes with my hormones. So fucking bad. Stuff down
0: over there, right? Yeah. got like the the sodas, the rock stars and everything. I love those things. But I if I drink like too many sodas or whatever, then I feel like crap. And then if I'm eating like all like whether it says keto on the label or not, yeah. Or even things that I make from my like from scratch, like stuff with almond flour and pecan meal and All that, like if I'm making a recipe video or whatever, or if I'm even whipping something out for myself, you know? I mean, I'm sure that impacts me, or even maybe eating too much broccoli probably impacts me somehow, you know?
1: I have a hard time with the broccoli one. Really have a hard time with the broccoli one. Broccoli's got some good compounds in it that really support your liver. Yeah. Like really good compounds in it.
0: But if you're not eating anything that hurts your liver, what do you need those for?
1: Who's to say your liver's not hurting because of the world that we live in. It could be. I mean, I I struggle, so my liver when I was when my liver enzymes were tested, which the test was looking at how um my liver dealt with breaking down stuff, whether it's chemicals, food, how what is my liver doing with things that it has to process because your liver's in charge of like 500 different things. And so it tests those enzymes. I'm literally missing some, like they just don't exist genetically. Weird. <laughs> so there are certain things that my liver will struggle with processing. And there are certain things that won't like I like alcohol for me seems to be fine. I don't really get hungover. Uh, unless I have, like, really trashy, just shitty alcohol.
0: Well, I think, I think it depends on the difference between the kind of alcohol you have. Like, not necessarily the shitty alcohol, but, like, are you drinking, like, the ultra, like, sugary... Yes. Like, those. Yeah. yeah. That, will, that but, will help dehydrate you and cause, like, more of the... But I don't have uh, that. Hangover feeling, too. Or are you I've, smarter and drink water afterwards? Or I mean, I just
1: like, like, look at that. I, I drink a lot of water, but... If I...
0: Your bougie cactus water. I know, right? It is my bougie. It's
1: giant too. Um, But if I like smoke or have an edible, the next day I'll be hungover. And the only thing I can think is that my body just struggles breaking down those compounds to where I'm hungover. But even the other night I had... So I had thought it was because I was drinking um, tequila and tequila is from agave. It's not a grain at all. Um. But the other night I had old, I had two old fashions and then I had a beer and the next day I was perfectly fine. Like there was zero hangover. I didn't feel inflammation. I could run perfectly fine. I wasn't affected at all. But if I even take like one hit, I'm down, which that could also be, what are they spraying yeah. on the marijuana? Yeah, like yeah. we, like, like we, there are so many variables there, but I've just noticed if I've had an edible or if I smoke the next day, it's hard for me to even run. Isn't that wild? I think it has to do with liver. So you, like, like walking around the world, uh, do you put lotions on your skin? What's in that lotion? Like, all of this shit. Does it come down from a bucket? Right. Do you put it on?
0: <laughs> now, the, the, the funny thing about liver, though, is, like, you know the whole thing with uh, with fatty liver disease, right? They thought it was only from alcohol. Yeah, no. Well, they and they wouldn't believe people, so people would come in with fatty liver disease, uh-huh. and they'd be like, "Well, how much do you drink? Well, I don't drink at all." Okay, how much do you drink? Right. And it wasn't until they started finding it in children, yeah, because then they realized it was sugar related,
1: right, right. And so I
0: or glucose related, glucose, sugar, whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 and yes. And so the liver is just impacted by everything. And I really, it's really oxalates. Can you look up oxalates, please? Because I think that's what it is. OX. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. Look at that, bitches. Bam. Oxalates. See? Sweet potatoes, spinach, almonds. I know my shit.
0: So boiling reduces their oxidates slightly when they are eaten in small quantities, salads, omelets, et cetera, not necessarily. Uh-huh. To boil them. Cause I mean, I don't eat a lot of spinach mm-hmm. and I know that there people, there's a lot of people out there who, you know, because spinach is high in iron
2: mm-hmm. and that's and like their protein.
0: primary source of iron. Yeah. Especially like vegans or vegetarians who don't uh-huh. eat meat. So they're probably like falling apart from some of the oxalates and You know what I mean? Like
1: You can also look up oxalates also. So if you eat a high amount of oxalates, it can rob your body of... Yeah, that's what it says right there. Oh, is it? I didn't read it. Iron and and calcium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in other things too, like magnesium. Like It's like your body is so stressed out. It's taking all of this other shit away. It counteracts. And that's why, like, kale, I don't know if you noticed, it's kind of not a big thing like it used to be. And that's because we're like, oh, well, well it's gross. And it's gross.
0: It's expensive.
1: <laughs> I remember, I remember when kale. Okay, so I used to work at um, Joe's Crab Shack. I miss that place. Did you ever see the people dance? Yeah. Okay.
0: I, I only went there maybe like a handful of times, but there would be people who would dance or whatever.
1: Yeah, like the like you to st- but that was I, I had the best crew, and we fucking got on tables and danced. But anyway, um. Uh, they used to put kale with a lemon as a like a oh, make the plate look fucking fancy, right? Yeah, it's just a uh, garnish. Thank you, garnish. So <laughs> finding like I don't know what seven years later that like kale is like this huge. So when like I had to connect the two, like I used to put the shit on people's plates as a garnish. You, nobody ate it. It parsley.
0: Like I remember going to Denny's and they would always put parsley on the plate as a garnish next to the eggs or whatever. Yeah.
1: And it, you don't eat it. Eat it. It was just there to be pretty and like make it look
0: good. I mean, you're at Denny's. You're just putting lipstick on a fucking pig. I mean.
1: <laughs> right. And so then like finding out that that's like what people are actually eating. There's just a disconnect I get
0: there. get too by Denny's now. They're like, "No, we are good. We everybody knows." <laughs> right,
1: right. Yeah. Right, yeah. But I do
0: miss Joe's Crab Shack cuz I love like get like I love getting those big crab boils that had like the sausage and the mm. shrimp and everything. And I'd get the double one just for me cuz, you know. Mm. I I mean, at the time I was eating the, the potatoes and the corn and stuff too, but now I would just be like, "No, just give me the just give me the sausage and the crab and the crab and the, and
1: the shrimp. I mean, I feel like that going out to eat anyway. There's not really a whole lot of places that I like the sides. It usually is just potatoes and, like, corn. And...
0: I tell you, like, every once in a while, french fries are
1: so good. Oh. Oh, I had. Sometimes in... like they're
0: just such a disappointment, like, when they're cold.
1: Yes, but this is what I'm telling you about. So I went on a date on Thursday, and he was like, do you eat french fries? And I'm like, that's a weird question. Yes. And so he, like, shared his french fries with me. They were so fucking good. I was like, why does this place have to be close to my house? Oh, man, this is dangerous. So I'm going to have to. They were fucking. I'll tell you off this where it was. But it was they were. They were fucking legit. McDonald's, everybody. No, (laughs) no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I I mean, I'm not against. I mean, I I will eat them. And I ate fucking french fries at the zoo. I'm terrified to find out what was in those. But we all survived. (laughs)
0: I want to go to the zoo. I want to, take the, I want to take the girl to the zoo. And I haven't been to the zoo since I was like middle school. So I don't even know what it's going to look like. If it looks the same as it used to way, way, way back.
1: I wonder when my membership ends. Because I can get you guys in for free on mine. And just go with you one day. I'll, like have to, I'll have to see when it ends. Yeah, because you don't want to spend. The only reason why we have a membership is because last year for our three-year-old's birthday, we were like, what the fuck are we going to do for her birthday? Because everything was closed and the zoo wasn't closed. You did have to wear a mask in the facilities, and it was kind of like iffy. And the weight like, but we were like, this, "It's something," you know what I mean. So we got the membership because after paying for five people, you might as well just get a membership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got the membership, and that's why I took her last week because I was like, "Well, we might as well go." We
0: one got, time. we got a, we got a, like the the like grandparents' like membership for the children's mm-hmm. museum. Yeah. And when well, we got it, like. A month before lockdown, before we knew anything was going to lock down. We're like, yeah. it's going to be fun. We're going to go. And then we didn't. And now there was like some of the grace period because they were shut down for a yeah. while. But even after, like, you know, then like things opened back up again and we still didn't go. So like we basically paid for this year membership and like wasted it.
1: Yeah, you did. And I did that with – um there's one in Bloomington.
0: But I think it was, it was more timing than anything. I think if it would have been – because I, you know, like – with our work situations like we could go on like a Wednesday or a Tuesday and it's not yeah. like going on like everybody and their
1: mom's going on a Saturday. Right, yeah. I'm the same way with those places. Like for my kids, if they really want to go and something's going on, I'll go on a weekend. Otherwise, nah, I'm good. I've been there before. <laughs> I don't need to go again.
0: I mean, I want to go to the zoo. I mean, we're we're, we're going to have to take her to the castle, you know. The castle. Yeah, Disney World.
1: Oh. That's right. Okay, I was like, "What the fuck's the castle? There's a castle here." Got That's it. It's
0: gonna be like five figures. Yes. I mean, it's gonna be.
1: It's special. gonna be a healthy five figures. There's it's
0: gonna these... be. It's gonna be like. This is not a. We're light. talking like a. We're talking like a nice sedan. Yes.
1: <laughs> we're talking. It's gonna be
0: because, yeah. You see how we had to build a bear. <laughs> what? Well, yes. Yeah. Girl walked out with six bears.
1: Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although, I don't know. Cars are really expensive anymore. It's a little confusing. It'll but... probably cost
0: us about $25,000 to take this girl to Disney World. Jesus Christ. But we're not going for a few years. And I imagine that what I'm thinking of $25,000 is probably going to be $35,000. Then I'm also looking at, like, I'm going to spend $90,000 on a truck. Then I don't even drive that much.
1: Money is just made up, is it not? That's how I look at it. It is so frustrating. So I'm, I'm struggling this with, with this right now. I want to take my kids on vacation they've never seen the ocean and i'm like
0: i didn't see it till i was 27 years old i
1: was 13 and i
0: it's a lot different than 27 it
1: is it's a it is a lot different than 27 but i'm thinking my kids though like i remember seeing the ocean and how impactful that was just the the vastness so my friend lives in an area that i'm looking at and she's like you're not going to want to swim the weather's going to be crappy and i'm like no 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 no." to me that's not what this is about this is about like when you stand next to a body of water like that it's impactful to your life like there is just something profound about like holy shit that's a lot of water do you know what i'm saying yeah so even
0: like when we went to like in 2019 the lady and i went on a just us trip mm-hmm. to the gulf we were on the gulf shores mm-hmm. a little condo it was off season it was super cheap yeah. Like, right on the water. Like, we were sitting out. Like, it was awesome, too, because, like, right outside of our condo or whatever it was, it was, like, a, like, you know, like, when you're out there, there's, like, all the protected land you can't walk on. Yeah. At the beach. And um, so it's kind of, like, fenced off a little bit. Not really. If you really wanted to get in there, you could. Yeah. But it looks like it would probably get stung with something. I don't know. But, but like, you're walking through there, and there's, like, all, like, the wooden, like, um wooden walkways yeah. and stuff and there was all these monarch butterflies floating around. It was like it was like in the sixties. F- so what was, time
1: what time of year? This you was didn't... like
0: uh we went down like October first. Okay. So I'm I'm not looking, October, November first.
1: I'm thinking there's spring break. So it'll be end of March. So it'll be warmer than here.
0: <laughs> well so we were looking at um Southwest has like these deals like one way to Miami for like 49 to 59 bucks interesting right now. Mm. And I was thinking, you know, we were the, the, the lady and I were thinking about maybe just hopping down to Miami for a day and then going down to visit her parents and see their house for a couple of days. Cause I mean, otherwise we'll probably never see their house. They just bought like this new house down in down in Florida.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, won't give out too much information about that but you know but i don't think we we you know we never saw any of the houses that they've lived in since they moved away so
1: yeah oh that would be cool so you were saying something about going in the off season though where you just like well the off season okay so i mean yeah you're not getting in the
0: water cuz it's too cold unless you got a wetsuit yeah but it's so much more relaxing there's like nobody there yeah I... it's like Serial, it's like serial killer 80s horror movie Quiet. It's like Yes.
2: Shh, 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 shh. God, yes. God.
0: You know, and like you can walk up and down the beach and not run into anybody. Yeah, I'm here for it. And there's like yeah, you're walking by all these houses, but no one's in them because it's the off season.
1: <laughs> yes. And I'll so I'll be an hour-ish away from New Orleans. And I thought with it being a more off season, it is after Mardi Gras. And so long as they're not like so, right now they're really strict about who can come in and out of the city and vaccinations and blah blah blah. But I'm like, if that if any of that lifts, like, it's dirty, but we I'll just take them for a day, like a couple hours to New Orleans, just I so think, they can see it, just so they can see. It. I'm not trying to like.
0: Well, I mean, that's my thing is like, I don't think New Orleans is a place that I would want to go and spend any length of time.
1: Right. I'm just like maybe let's drive go have lunch, through, have
0: lunch, have dinner, maybe right. walk around at night.
1: Not even. I won't take my kids at night. Been there at night.
0: Well, I mean, I'm not too worried about me and her, but we, she and I are really hard to kidnap. You need a team coordinated (laughs) attack, you know?
1: I said this, (laughs) I said this, like, like I, this, uh, the back to the dog, like to take them hiking, because when it's just me, I'm like, man, one of my friends says that like, I'm intimidating, but not to a kidnapper. And I'm like, oh, that's really true. And I feel that in my soul. And, but I'm like, but with my kids, I feel fine. But also... Are you going to kidnap me and three rambunctious loud-ass fucking kids? Probably not. Get in the van. Wait, right. where are you peeing? What's <laughs> right. going? <on>? Right. Right. <laughs> like, like so I just <laughs> feel more safe, but I still wouldn't do the night thing. Not because of the kidnapping part, just because rowdiness and like the day after we left Nola, somebody got shot on Bourbon Street. So like it's just
0: Yeah, I'm not There's just
1: a lot. So I got
0: to look and see if they if if like they if they take our gun permits down there. I don't know.
1: I don't know either, um, but you know. Because going- that's a,
0: weirdly enough. That's the so we were looking at, and I know that's a crazy thing for someone to think about, but we were looking at the difference between Myrtle Beach and mm-hmm. Gulf Shores. Mm-hmm. They're roughly the same distance, same time to get to both of them. Mm-hmm. But South Carolina doesn't recognize Indiana gun permits, mm-hmm. so I couldn't carry while I was there. Yeah, Alabama does. Well. And the funny thing mm-hmm. is, there was more crime in South Carolina. There was more crime. There was more, like, more, and, like, you, when you start looking up, like, crime rates, in, like, on the beaches, there was more. Mm-hmm. And maybe maybe in Alabama they're just suppressing it. But, like, we barely heard sirens. We've been there three times in three years. Mm-hmm. And every time we go, it's like, well, we've gone once off season and two in middle of peak, like, July. Yeah. It's Banging right, like you can't go to restaurants like a three hour wait to get to a restaurant, like a big restaurant. Like there's a Lulu's, uh, it's, well, it's called Lulu Buffett. It's like Jimmy Buffett's sister or whatever, and it's a place. It's like a, on like a like a inlet waterway. Yeah, you get fish and it's all delicious, and you get your crab claws and.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But I mean, there's like a big beachy area and place stuff for the kids to do. There's like always people playing music and stuff, and all these bars around. Drop like 70 bucks on like five drinks, though.
1: Yeah, that's why in NOLA we walked around with a backpack full of our alcoholic beverages.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't even drink much. But like when you're sitting in like you, – you're sitting in a big oversized like beach chair. Yeah.
1: Your feet in the sand. You hang out for a few hours. You're there a for a few, few drinks, hours. And it's not just you, right? Right. So it quickly adds up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's – again, I mean, we weren't drinking much either. But we had taken like those water bottles that you have and – we would leave at two o'clock in the afternoon and not come back until three o'clock in the morning. So we would each have like two of those water bottles and then maybe get a drink at dinner or wherever. So we weren't drinking a lot either, but like that saved us probably 40 bucks at least not drinking the beverages there. Oh yeah. And they don't care if you bring your own.
0: Yeah. I mean, any place where you're walking around the street, there's not a lot of like, well, you can't bring that in here. Well,
1: well, yeah, all the doors are just open. It's just yeah. come and go. The plan is to get you as drunk as possible so you start doing shots. Like, that's the plan, but not on a Monday and a Tuesday.
0: <laughs> Unless it's Fat Tuesday.
1: No, not, not. So, I guess maybe, but Tuesday's closed okay, down Mardi there. Mardi
0: Gras. Is, is Mardi Gras, is that Tuesday's closed on Tuesday? I don't know how Mardi Gras works. I've always wanted to go down there for it mainly for the boobies
1: but right no so mardi gras i don't know i've never looked into mardi gras i know that so mondays new orleans is typically closed because it's red bean monday
2: yeah
1: and that's like every like so if it's a if it's a town like that where people come in on the weekends red bean monday is like you put the beans in the pot for the whole day and that's what you're gonna have for dinner so that you can catch up on laundry and all of that stuff and then Tuesday, they also are like closed down too, because it's, I mean, it's like their weekend, Monday and Tuesday, and then the rest of the week they work. So I don't, I don't know how that works on Mardi Gras. I would imagine that doesn't stop. I would imagine Mardi Gras just like.
0: Well, I mean, like actually during Mardi Gras, then it's like just a normal party little, like kind of like a Broad Ripple area.
1: Um, you know well, what? Broad Ripple, you can't walk of... down
0: with booze on the street, which is. You can't? No, you can't leave the bar with your drinks. I, we got kicked out of. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, I walk. You're saying this, and I'm like, I walk to the park with a beverage in hand, or like walk down the street. I'm talking like at night when the bars are hopping. No, I know what you're talking about, but I'm just like, there's a disconnect there.
0: Because we got because remember there used to be a bar on in rural called Chumley's. Mm-hmm. It's been gone for who knows how. Long, I actually honestly don't know how long it's been gone. Yeah, but we were sitting outside on the on the on the like the little. Balcony, not balcony, but, you know, like... Yeah, down, patio thing, yeah. And um, and I remember we were sitting out there, and the girl that was, one of the, girl wasn't necessarily with us, but she was sitting near us, and she was, like, flashing her boobs to everybody they walked by, and that wasn't what got kicked us out. We got kicked out, and I was like... They came over, and they were like, you guys got to go, and I'm like, wait, what's happening? Why are we getting kicked out? One of the girls, it wasn't the flashing of the titties, it was like they gave a drink to somebody standing on the sidewalk.
1: And she wasn't with you? No. And you got kicked out. We
0: were sitting with them. Oh. Well, we weren't together. You know what I mean? Like we were. That doesn't
1: make any sense still.
0: And I went back like the next week. I remember we went back the next week and the guy was like, you are not going to cause any problems tonight. But he was laughing because he knew we pretty much wrongfully got kicked out. But yeah, it's probably for the better. We probably tried to go home anyway. But
1: right. I didn't. So I know I know that like I know the broad ripple gets busy and like I've. I'm not stupid and I know where I live. However, the other day when I told you that I was at that restaurant, so the only way out was to go, it was a one-way street, like, into Broad Ripple. And I had to go around and I didn't leave until 11 o'clock at night.
0: And the cops shut everything
1: down? No. Holy fuck. I, I didn't realize how intense Broad Ripple was. Like, it took a good 10 minutes to get through a stoplight because nobody could turn because there were so many masses of people walking around. So I, I didn't. Had to... And then on Broad Ripple Avenue, you know how it's like the two lanes and then there's the turn lane in the middle. The whole turn lane was filled with cops. Just waiting for somebody to be stabbed or shot. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that Broad Ripple was that intense.
0: It didn't used to be. Not when I, when I was 21, 22, it wasn't really like that. There were always cops around. But they weren't like they are now where they were just, like, like, in formation the whole night. There was always, like, a cop car, like, out front of, like, Rock Lobster or whatever. And it would be a cop. And then, like, because I I had a buddy that would post up on that right around that area. He'd, like, bring his acoustic and just play and sing. Yeah. And, like, some nights he'd make a quarter and some nights he'd make $400. Yeah. Just depends, right? Right. And um, so we would go to, like, we would always, like... It was like Thursday night. We'd start over with like the mine shaft, man shaft, and get like the dollar beers and head over to the alley cat and finish the night or whatever. Or do whatever we were going to do, right? But, I mean, it was never a big deal. And now it's like such a difference. Like I took Cheyenne – well, I took the, the oldest girl and, and the lady. We, I dropped them off, and then I had to go back and pick them up. And I had to – like dropping them off, I was able to get in and drop them off. yeah. Going back to get them, I had to go, like, that back road behind Broad Ripple. Like, there's, like, the Westfield,
1: the one right along the canal where people park. That's, yeah. yeah. And then you have to, like, Guilford, you come back. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah, I was trying to navigate through there and find them. And they didn't know. They don't know where they are. Yeah. And I ended up parking, like, at a parking lot at the end of, like, Guilford or whatever. Just, and watching was just so many people. And then, like, I finally picked them up. And then, like, I went and finally had to go out. And basically took 465 home and to go up like, went up Keystone.
1: Oh, really? You didn't, and why it, didn't you take Kessler?
0: Well, by the time I got, was able to get out from where we were, I was on Brideville Avenue heading east. Oh. So it was just easier just, just to go avoid up and, it. And, and, yeah, because otherwise I'm, and then like when I went and then I took uh, the oldest and her, her boyfriend out for a night, I dropped them off. I parked, got a parking spot right by the the refresh cat. Mm -hmm. It was like the little front cat that's there now. Yeah. I stopped in to see, I stopped in to see Maury and I dropped them off. I went to see Maury. I didn't even get a drink. just gave him a hug and, you know, and I left. And then I came back a few hours, came back a few hours later and picked him up and they met me. I found a parking spot, basically the same place and picked them up. And they're like, oh, we need food and blah, 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 blah. So I went out the normal way, went all the way down uh, whatever that whatever that road is that takes you down like in front of the alley cat and behind the Vogue.
1: Carlton. Yeah, Carrollton. Carlton. Car- it is Carrollton. Yep.
0: And then I like, took that all the way down to whatever street has a stoplight. I think that might be Kessler. Like Kessler.
1: It, well, Kessler or 61st. I, think, I forget which With, one. If it was a major intersection, it was Kessler.
0: I think it's Kessler. Because Kessler is broken off and it's not... Cause like, well, yeah, maybe I don't remember. But anyway, I took them down and I, and they, I, I took them all the way down and they were like, I was like, what's open, take me to get food. So I was like, okay. So I pulled into, uh, I pulled into uh rallies down on 38th street mm. and it was like, that was a total clusterfuck. Like they weren't even like, there was like nobody in the drive-thru, but they were all parked behind. It was, so I was like, okay, we went there just a few minutes to try to find out if we were going to. Get in, but they weren't even taking anybody up, and so we left, and I took him to, like, Taco Bell and Speedway.
1: Yeah, there's nothing other than, like, sit-down restaurants where I live.
0: That's weird. It's like a weird fast-food free zone. It's probably because— It's, it's all
1: like, independently owned. Yeah. It's, it's one of the very few clusters of independently owned— Well,
0: that Little Caesars was there for a little while.
1: Well, there's—I mean, there's a McDonald's right there on Broad Ripple Avenue. Oh, yeah. Not... There's a Starbucks, but other than those, like— too i don't i don't think there's anything else that's chain like that right there there's there gotta be like a penn
0: station over i was gonna
1: there. say there's gotta be like a pizza well chipotle too but other than that
0: until you get down to keystone
1: yeah there's no real like fast food no i, I kind of love where i live it prevents me from a lot of shenanigans <laughs> Because I want nothing to do with it.
0: Well, like, not even too far from here, like, over where, like, uh, where the interstate is, like, mm-hmm. where 74 is, and it's, like, that Ronald Reagan. Yeah. All people who are listening to this and have no idea where
1: the fuck we live. Pull up a fucking map, okay? Start, <laughs> start stalking us. Oh,
0: I'm ugly. You can see me. But um, there's, like, there doing some kind of construction over there i think they're gonna build some kind of housing and maybe some retail maybe they'll put like those weird like retail with the houses on top maybe
1: have you seen where they did that in fishers
0: well they've done in fishers Carmel.
1: where they build artificial and i'm i'm calling them artificial and i'm sure it's not as artificial as i feel like they are but i feel like it's a it's a facade like the artificial like squares because Fishers is a suburb, right? Like, so it doesn't have like a downtown and they're like building these false downtowns. Do you know what I'm talking they're about? They're doing it in Brownsburg. It's we, but Brownsburg has a downtown. Well, I guess kind of, no. It has a main street. Right.
0: But they did that. Like,
1: I noticed that last time I was in, I don't even know why I was in Brownsburg, but I noticed that like, it is completely different. Yeah. Same with Plainfield. Like a brew
0: burger and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Same
1: with Plainfield. They're like building all of these, Urban setting things, but so, it doesn't fit. It's still a fucking strip mall.
0: The weird thing about those is I saw a YouTube video the other day about those very buildings. Okay. And the origin comes from Los Angeles. So Los Angeles had some weird building codes. Okay. And if you wanted to build a structure, like a multi unit structure, multi family structure, it had to be made like out of steel or whatever. Mm-hmm. So then they, then I guess. There was a guy who was like in real estate and he was like on vacation in Hawaii and he was looking over building code on vacation. And he had this epiphany that he could build those type of structures where it's like the the steel structure down below, which is the retail, and then build traditional wood framing up above it. Like they call them like one by fives because like one and then five stories above it. Okay. You know, even though they're not always five. Yeah. They're three to four to five. But then they can build that out of wood above. And then they put like the facade and it looks, it kind of has that fancy look to it, Upsale. but it's supposed to be like upscale, but it's, yeah. and it's, and they called it affordable housing, but I don't think it's affordable here. I think for like a one bedroom, it's like $1,300 or something like that, which depending on where you live in the country, that might be ridiculously cheap to you. But here where we yeah, live, we'll that's, like, that. that's like double a mortgage
1: payment. Dude, when I moved here, I don't know about that anymore either when you talk about mortgage payment.
0: Okay, it's double our mortgage payment.
1: Yeah, I'm like... uh, Anyway, when I moved here, I got an apartment. I was with someone, and then when I got my first own apartment, it was on the south side, right off like Stop 11 and Madison. Do you know what I'm talking about? There's like a Speedway over there. It was $432 for a one-bedroom apartment. They paid for... Water heat because it was ran through an old um the water that was the heat radiator yeah radiator heating, which was fucking amazing. Um, I feel like they paid for something else. It was four hundred and no it was four hundred and thirty two dollars for a one bedroom.
0: My first apartment I had a two bedroom apartment with like a with a den. Which was just basically like a little add-on to the uh, the living room or uh-huh. whatever. I think it was five hundred. I'm gonna say I'm going on a limb. I think it was like five sixty, five fifty.
1: Yeah, month. I almost want to look up to see how much those apartments are now because I can guarantee that the apartment that I had is probably eight nine hundred dollars now, which is.
0: Well, for me, it's been 20 years since I lived there, too. I don't know. Who knows how much those apartments are now? And I remember the weekend I moved in, there was like a triple homicide in that apartment complex, too.
1: Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. The South Side. That's It's not even like a good, like...
0: Well, this is on the West Side, too, uh, but...
1: It's not even a good... And
0: it was gated.
1: My. And you, like, so just we talk it about... A the
0: ass to get in and out of, but didn't make it any safer.
1: Does it ever? No. no. We can just talk about gun laws with South Carolina. Same with Chicago. Um... So, I can hear myself in those, by the way.
0: Yeah, but they can't.
1: Okay. <laughs> I just heard it. Um, so, talk about affordability. My realtor is also my friend. And he just posted the other day that, like, I guess a lot of people are griping that people are moving here from Washington and California and Oregon, I believe. And he's like, it's because it's affordable. And I'm like, Ugh. Argu- and arguably them coming here is what's making it not affordable anymore.
0: Well, that, because... and we're in a housing crisis too right now where nobody's moving, nobody wants to sell. And what is for sale is people are paying well over asking, like 20, 30, 40% above asking. And so right now, like if we wanted to sell this house, this house as is with its flaws would probably be almost double what they paid for it.
1: absolutely. And the...
0: But then if we went to go buy something else, we wouldn't be able to... We would be like... Right.
1: You would be upside down. You would completely be upside down. And it is the cost of materials that is causing this, too. Like, the cost of building materials. Because now it's not affordable to build a house, either. At all. And so we're just in this crazy fuckery. But I'm like, it's... I don't think it's very affordable to live here anymore. At all. The house they built... A house two houses down from me. He wanted to get like 600, 650. It's a duplex. He wanted to get 600 to 650 off of each side. And it ended up costing him so much in supplies that he's going to come upside down on this house. And he has some, like, he's using it as an Airbnb because he can't get money out. Like, he can't get what he needs out of it. He's fucked.
0: Oh, I mean, but that'll change and that'll shift and then he'll be able to... Maybe, maybe.
1: maybe. But I, I don't know if you know exactly where I live, but you just built a house out of high hopes. The house next to he owns the house next to it, and it's not livable. Like, you can't ask over half a million dollars for a half of a house where you don't have a backyard, you don't really have a front yard. You don't even have off street parking.
0: I'm curious what the Good Bones people are doing. All the because Why? for people who don't know, there's a TV show that films in Fountain Square, Indiana, and uh, they go in and they get these homes uh, from the state for like five, six thousand dollars. I don't know if they're getting them that cheap now. But they're going and renovating them and selling them for like 600000 dollars in neighborhoods where you might have paid. Thirty, forty thousand dollars 40000 for a brand new, for a house in that neighborhood. Right. Mm-hmm. So they're going in and the people who live there are upset mm-hmm. because they're driving up property values, which if you own is probably better for you. Yeah. But if you're renting, it's probably worse for you because your rent keeps going up and up and you can't keep up with it. Yes. Um, and I guess there's problems wherever they are filming. They take a lot of liberties with their parking and stuff and doing all the equipment that they use and everything. Um, I mean, I can't say that I didn't watch the show, but the realities behind some of those shows—I don't, you know—they never talk about that on TV. But
1: yeah, there's a whole bunch of people who are pissed off about Fountain Square. Whole bunch. Okay, so did I tell you that when I had gone on a date with? someone else that he was like, have you ever been to Fountain Square? And I was like, have you ever been to Fountain Square? Because let's be honest, you've only lived here like six or seven years. Like, have you ever been to Fountain Square? I don't think you've been to Fountain Square.
0: The first time I've worked to Fountain Square was with my great-grandparents. Yeah. And I remember Murphy's, Murphy Building still had Murphy's in it.
1: Yes. And that's what I was going to say is like there there was nothing in Fountain Square except um, Pepe's. Is it Pepe's? Is that what it's called?
0: Yeah. Pepe's is gone now. So
1: you, you ate at Pepe's. And
0: there was that that liquor store there on the corner too.
1: Yes. And it was just this quirky, artsy musician place that like Urba was broke, Mm -hmm. which is why you go to Pepe's and there's nothing else there. And it was just this really, I feel like it was the original hipster area. And then hipster turned into this like bougie hipster type thing. And so,
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I mean, cause you're like when we used to hang out over there all the time, like when we had friends that lived in the
1: area, it wasn't a very safe area. No, not at all. And duck pin bowling was still a thing though. Right. Like I think it's that's there. been the, but well, that's what I'm saying though. I feel like I, feel like, I feel like that
0: little area, like where like the theater is, uh-huh. they would, they would, but it was like,
1: but now it's like a thing. Like it is like a,
0: I mean, it's nice down there. I went oh. down there cause I went, went to a show in, like 2000. It was like a uh, rock 107 birthday bash show there <laughs> like dent played right yeah and i forget who else played somebody that was on the radio like yeah. a big radio hit and then didn't do anything else but um but i remember i went down in the basement hammered and um saw the duck pen bowling was like oh this is what this is that's pretty cool and went back upstairs but I yeah mean, like that was like the only thing because then there was like in that area, there was uh, radio, radio. After a while, mm-hmm. but uh, now, I mean, now there's like, there's a fucking mead place there. You can go buy mead.
1: It, yeah, it's insane. It I
0: mean, is. No one even knows what mead Chances are, you don't even know what fucking mead is. And I'm yes. not talking about the notebooks.
1: Yes. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of places down there now. It is. It's interesting.
0: There's like that. Uh, that. Mexican restaurant there. was it? Revolution? Mm-hmm. Revolution or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. That back patio is fucking tight though.
1: You I feel like that to- everywhere we go. Like I just went to Garden Table off Mass Ave, and they have like an outdoor eating area. It was tight. There were, I took my girls, and we met my boss, so there was five of us, and we were at a table where it held five people. Like they fucking sat us there. And kids being kids at the end, they were like, you guys are you guys need to control these kids because they're blocking. And I'm like, you you sat five of us in the middle of a patio and literally all kids do this at the end of eating. Like we were literally paying and boxing stuff like it was literally the end. And what do kids do at the end of when you're eating when they're that young? They get up. They
0: go crazy.
1: Well, they just like get up and shuffle around like they know a transition's coming like they weren't. Being they were literally just like one was standing over there and like they weren't in anybody's way. It was just really weird. But I feel like all patios downtown are like that because they they put a patio where a patio was not intended to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: So Well, for a while they had like that street blocked off downtown and they had people eating in the street.
1: They don't do that anymore.
0: I don't know. Delaware.
1: I haven't been down there. I don't fucking know. You're talking about Delaware, I think, where they redid
0: Delaware. I worked downtown and then I didn't.
1: Dude, I used to work at Crackers when it was downtown. Yeah. Austin used to drop me off because I never wanted to deal with um like parking and shit down there.
0: Speaking of Crackers, Taps and Dolls <laughs> yes. they've got Tuesday karaoke now and Sh- and I was telling Chandler about it. Maybe we might have to go out there one night cuz she loves karaoke and I hate it. But I hate karaoke too. I hate it. But she loves
1: it. So, I can't get on board with that. Yeah, I do need to go to the bathroom though, so I'm gonna take a break for a second. Okay. Before I pee in your chair.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no! You can't. Just hey, you're not allowed. You're not allowed in here. Sorry. Don't you purr. Don't you purr at me.
0: I was uh, thinking about the scruff of his neck. Oh, out.
1: That's so mean!
0: You're supposed to do that. How
1: very godly of you.
0: Because when I pick him up like you just did, he scratches at me and it hurts like a bitch.
1: Well, don't be a bitch.
0: What are we gonna do? <laughs> I bleed.
1: Well, what were we gonna talk about uh, in a text message the other day? You, meant, you mentioned it to me. I don't know. What thing do we talk about all the time? I don't know. I always like there's topics and I can't look because my phone. <laughs> there's always topics that I'm like I'm not gonna talk to you about this right now because we need to discuss it on the podcast and, and then we never do. Then we never do. Think-
0: I don't know, we were talking about, like... so. like last night our oldest boy came over. He was going to cook us dinner. Uh, he bought food, brought it over. And we had to pay him back for said food. <laughs> and then we ended up doing all the cooking.
1: Why did you pay him? I think y'all are too nice.
0: Well, he's broke right now because he's in school and not working.
1: So then maybe he shouldn't offer to make you or to bring you He's guys like, we want to cook for
0: you do you think mom would pay us back if i'm like fine but w-
1: i i think y'all are too nice probably
0: but otherwise he doesn't come over okay <laughs> then we played a little bit of jackbox party pack
1: and so you wanted to bring that up because why? Because, like, kids need to learn how to cook or something? Yeah, yeah. like that Yeah, because,
0: like, yeah, like, he'll call me and be like, hey, I'm going to make salmon. How do you cook salmon? Or I'm going to cook steak. How do you cook steak? Or I'm going to cook this. How do you cook this?
1: Does he not know about Google?
0: Oh, that boy. He would rather talk to us. I can't say that's a bad thing.
1: No, not at all. There are some – sometimes I do that, like – yeah, anyway, go ahead. I, I do that, too, sometimes. Well, I mean,
0: like <laughs> – like, I bought him two guitars over over the years. I okay. bought him an electric guitar. He's like, I want a guitar. So I bought him a guitar. He's like, are you going to teach me? I'm like, I am a terrible teacher. And I was like, these are like, you know, some power chords. You can just dick around with these and just da, 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 you know, just figure something. Oh, you didn't even teach me. You just drove on like, dun. I'm like, I told you I was a terrible teacher.
1: <laughs> this is why I, was I like, said no.
0: Go to YouTube. And he's like, well, oh, they're all like. Not teaching me anything. And I'm like, oh, my
1: God. Is it the teacher or the student?
0: I don't know at that point. <laughs> I mean, I I guess I never <laughs> look for, like, tutorials on guitar. but I know there's, like, you can find videos on YouTube on how to, like, replaster your bathroom. You know what I mean? Like, you can find videos on anything on YouTube, right?
1: I mean, if you know how to search for the term you're looking for. Right. Yes.
0: So, I mean, really, it stands to reason that there's at least some, at least beginner guitar stuff on there. Or at least enough to kind of get you started.
1: No, there is my daughter. I like I was showing my daughter um, violin videos and how to play violin. You just have to know what to look like. What you're looking, he he has to know that. Like he has to learn certain parts of it first in order. Like he might just be going to like some random video, but he doesn't understand like the foundational learning skills of learning how to play guitar before he's looking at these other lessons. What is a fret? Right. Like, there, there are certain foundational pieces of all of these things that you have to know. Like, you couldn't learn how to, um, like, do tiling in your bathroom if you didn't know what the fuck grout was. Right. Like, it just wouldn't work.
0: Yeah. Like, we grout, we, we, well, I say we. I didn't do shit. But the lady did her, uh, the bathroom downstairs before we had new floors put in. Mm-hmm. And she did a really good job for, you know, someone who'd never done it before. Yeah. But she used white grout oh, no. on a bathroom floor.
1: Oh, God. Yeah. I, I despise tile floors. I, I love the way that they look. But they are such finicky pain in the asses that I hate them. The, if your floor gets uneven at all, they start breaking and chipping. And then the grout, you have to like reseal it. I want a floor that I can literally just mop and not give a shit about. That's
0: what we've got downstairs now.
1: Yes. That, like, yep, don't have to worry about it. If the, for whatever reason, the foundation shifts a little bit, the floor can tolerate it. Yeah. I yep. think tile floor is beautiful. Don't get me wrong. I, Like, I genuinely think it's beautiful.
0: Oh, yeah. We were looking at it, too, and I remember I actually reached out to Austin about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is our budget. And he goes, material, he's like, labor is going to be your budget. Yes. You're going to use your entire budget on labor. Yes, which There's is. No materials, no. I was like, okay, good looking out. Yes. Cuz I feel bad like when you have like a friend who's in a in a in a trade and they do something that you would love for them to be able to do for you. Yeah, you want to support that. You support them. And you don't want them to give you a discount. No. But what they charge way more than like going to like a big box store.
1: Yes, and you can do it yourself and save thousands and thousands of dollars. Like Stupid thousands of dollars. Well,
0: I saw them do downstairs, the, the entire downstairs, what, and it took. What, what material is it? Sorry, it's um, vinyl plank. Okay. So realistically, we probably could have done it.
1: I've vinyl planked two houses. Yes, you can.
0: <laughs> but we weren't.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, mean, but it's not. It's not bad at all. And well, I will, I will say the, and... the worst part is starting it, and once you get that first row started. Because you have to try to get it perfectly aligned. And one, once it is perfectly squared and you have the, all of that laid down, just connecting from there is so fucking easy.
0: Yeah. So and I easy. saw what they were doing and I'm like, I'm sure we could have done it. For but sure. it took two of them a week. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, because they did the trim, they did the cr- they did the the molding, oh. everything, right?
1: <laughs> when I, whenever I've done it, it's taken us a long time to do all that finishing shit. I'm just saying the floor specific. I don't think I'll ever do trim in my entire life. I've seen that shit. I've tried it. I'm good, and I will pay somebody to do that. But to lay the floor,
0: well, I mean, we got a really good deal. So we got like the like the downstairs flooring mm-hmm. and this carpet. The installation, even up here, they moved everything back and forth Damn. up here, but downstairs we had to do all of our own stuff. Why? Because that it was two separate, two separate, uh, companies that do the, the floor, the carpet, the, the flooring downstairs. And so they came in, so one team came in and did the downstairs and then the following week they did the carpet in one day.
1: Right. Carpet's but, so much easier.
0: Yeah. And it took them no time at all. Yeah. And then we just basically put everything back and then we were, we were ready to go. Mm-hmm. But the downstairs, like we had to move everything into the garage and, and you don't realize how much shit you have until you're moving it out of somewhere. Mm-hmm. Then putting it back oh, sucked. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I would have rather have paid someone to move our shit too, but they, it was like 80 or a hundred dollars a room or whatever.
1: For them to move it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: And so we didn't pay for it. Like the lady's parents paid for it. Got it. It was like, they were given like each one of the kids money or whatever. And they were like, what do you want us to give you money? Or do you like, well, we need floors. So we went and got it all. We tried to go with a smaller company like in town. Yeah. And like, we liked that company. We really liked, they were really attentive and helpful But I'm like, we went back and and another guy helped us who really wasn't a part of like who had been helping us before. And he was such a dick. That sucks. We were just like, well, let's go over to the other place. And the other place, the lady worked on commission too. And so I know that she was getting benefit from her helping us. Yeah. And she was able to finagle it to get it everything we needed under right at our price point. So, That's, like, we yeah. were thinking we're only going to get the downstairs flooring, and she helped us basically get the carpet, too.
1: That's awesome. Because, That's I awesome. mean, the,
0: the, you know, the, the carpet up here wasn't as bad, yeah. but, I mean, you know, 15-year-old carpet.
1: Yeah, it's still... It's gross. It is gross. When we... So, when we did the last house, what we had done was we took down an entire wall, so then you're left with weird floor, and... Th- the house that we lived in was a thousand square feet and literally every room had a different type of flooring. And you cannot do that. You cannot do that. You cannot do that. It What it does is it breaks up your line of sight. So if you live in a small space, having everything be uniform and clean lines means that your eye keeps going and it doesn't feel as closed in. So When we opened up the wall, there was like carpet and there was this just shitty flooring that it was like the old school fake wood flooring when that stuff first started coming out, like from the 90s, like the late 90s, like it was that kind of old flooring. And then there was carpet in the hallway. Literally every room was a different type of floor. Anyway, the entryway had, which was in the living room. It was one of the, um, like downstairs here, you have like some separation from your entryway. This was like, you walked straight into the living room now. Cause we also took out a closet. So then you had tile there. So there were all of these, and this is in a space probably, I think it was 25 by 20. All of these different floorings. So we were like, do we gotta fucking just get rid of this floor and just make it one solid type of flooring. And then there was mold in the kitchen. So we had to rip the, the flooring up in there too. Um, and now I forget where I was going with this other than, like, you can't have different floors. Oh, the carpet. The carpet, it had to have been from the 80s. And we just did this two years ago, redid it. The, the grossness that had made it through the carpet, underneath, like, the piles of just sand and dirt underneath the carpet, it was just fucking disgusting. Like the amount I don't know, you breathe that shit in, you live among it. Carpet grosses me out. Not that it grosses me out in here, but like
0: Well, I mean, like it is it's fine for like upstairs because you're not really up here all that much. You're up here to yes. sleep and do whatever, but
1: Yeah. I mean Yeah, I'm but you here. still get dust. Yeah. The dust will go through.
0: Well, there's padding underneath it. But like the padding that was underneath the like when they pulled the padding, like the carpet up and the padding underneath, it was like pristine. It was weird. The carpet was disgusting. Oh, that's cool. But the padding was like that weird, like very, uh, you know, like that, like they made out of a whole bunch of different stuff.
1: Like all the different foams. Yeah. Like the scrap foam pieces yeah. and they just like press it together. Yeah. With yeah. Glue? yeah I'm pretty sure that's what they do.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was all colorful. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, I wasn't here when they built the house. Cause I was the, I moved in with, to be with this family like 10 years ago. Yeah. And they had lived in the house. Maybe five-ish years at that point. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, now we're like over halfway through the mortgage now. So
1: she did. She have this house built?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. My mind just got blown a little bit there. <laughs> You're halfway through a mortgage. I'll be starting one in a few years. Sorry. I think
0: about like I think about like we're we're halfway through a mortgage. We're like this close to being like empty nesters
1: a minute yeah then they're gonna come back i'm just kidding maybe you never know it's very true you never know i mean and i I mean
0: who knows when when the youngest will move out he's 17 who knows when he'll actually move out yeah because he doesn't really have any direction i don't think like he kind of wants to go do different things i don't think the college route's really for him and i think that that's something that people kind of get discouraged by like well why isn't like why wouldn't he want to go to college? It's like, well, why would he want to be saddled with a lifetime of debt? I'm about to do that.
1: How do you feel about that? I don't have to pay it. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to think that, and then it kept me from doing what I wanted to do. Like, so we just talked about this, right? Like you were talking about spending how much on Disney World? Yeah. How much on Disney World? on On, like, what, one week full of experiences? Probably. Okay, so, so think about that as, like, it depends on where you go to a school, right? But this could be a, a couple years of school. It could be more than a couple years of school for somebody to use for the rest of their life and do what they're passionate about. And we just talked about the concept of, like, money's made up. Like, it's totally not real. So then, like, thinking about investing I guess in a way in into something that I really want to do that I know that I'm good at and that I know that I get and I know I can take off with it in a career now it doesn't bother me now I have gone to school before and I quit because I didn't I didn't feel passionately about what I had gone to school for enough that I knew that I would come out with a job like that was all and so yeah for sure like if you don't know if you want to do it and you don't know where you're going like duh Don't just go spend thousands of dollars on it. But now I know for sure that this is what I want to do. And I'm like, the only reason why I haven't done it up to this point and I've known for years that it's what I want to do is literally just because I'm afraid to have that debt. Or because like I want to stick it to the man and like not have debt. Because I do think that student loans and the cost of school can be stupid. But that's a really dumb reason to not do what I want to do in terms of like money's made up if you want to talk from it like that yeah
0: but that made up money never goes away
1: that's true but i'm made
0: up i mean i've got a bill out there that i can show you that shows you that
1: it's made up but it never goes away yeah no i just i keep getting one of those for my daughter's therapy and i'm like i'll just stick it on the pile um (laughs) it's really bad i'm not normally one who doesn't pay my bills i promise um yes but also i being in my mid 30s and doing what i do am coming up with like i'm i'm up against my max of what somebody's going to pay me without an education unless somehow i get into some cool job and can keep i mean that's a possibility too like i've somehow managed to do it up until now but i am brushing up against if i just apply to any random job i'm not going to be making that good of money so i'm i'm stuck in this i'm at a ceiling of lower middle class and the only way to break through that is to get an education and not that like money is everything but at the same time where my kids live and the the resources that i have like i'm not going to be living there for long (laughs) right if i i mean unless i stay renting but they'll they'll raise my rent eventually you know like so i'm going to go back to school We'll see what happens. But I'm also not going to get student loans for, like, living on campus or anything. You know what I mean? Like, that's – I think that's a lot of the cost too, right? Like, people get loans for, like, living living. on campus and paying for that housing. Or not living on campus and living.
0: Right, right. Like, if you go back with kids and you get get the full amount of loans that you can get to help supplement income while you're in school to help pay mortgage or rent or – car payments or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, then you get saddled with a lifetime of debt that you can never
1: pay back. Right. Absolutely. So there is all of that. And I don't think that it's fair to ask an 18 year old to consider all of that because I don't think a lot of parents
0: like, especially now, I don't think a lot of parents understand like,
1: I don't, I don't even know if it's an understand thing, but is anybody thinking it through or are we just Well, like I
0: think I you know, we talked with the ladies' parents and they both went to Ivy Leagues. Mm-hmm. Well, if, what I would consider Ivy League. And like they were going to these schools that would cost now lottery money. Yeah. And they when they went, it was like, you know, a thousand dollars, twelve hundred dollars a semester.
1: Yeah. Now and
0: granted now there's a large distance of time. Between when they went and now, mm-hmm. but if you look at like what cost, you know, $10,000 for four years versus
1: $200,000 200, yeah.
0: for four years,
1: mm-hmm.
0: there's a major disconnect there. Like, it's well, not,
1: why, what, why, what do you mean you can't pay for school? It's not consistent with inflation. Right. Yeah. 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 And I'm interested to see what it's going to cost me at IUPUI. I'll, I'll let you know as soon as possible. Well, I've got kids at IUPUI. Yeah.
0: So I, How expensive
1: I, a semester is it? 5000 thousand. Four,
0: five, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's what I expect. I feel like it'll, it can be manageable, the education I'm going to receive, maybe. We'll see.
0: I just worry that, that they're going into and getting, a, you know, spending this money on something that can get them a return on their investment. And not just kind of like a pipe dream.
1: So your concern is that they're not going to use their education?
0: I don't. My concern is, is will they be able to utilize their education to actually make a living?
1: Yeah, that's a big problem for, I would say, most of society. And I think that I probably would not have made this decision if I didn't already, like, have the business that I'm starting, have the clients that I have, have the interest that I have, and that I already have my psychologist friend who is more than willing to walk with me, hold my hand and pull me in. Do you know what I mean? Like, so she is like a lifeline, totally believes in me, already supporting my business. I know that I can use it. So, yeah. Well,
0: and I think there's a lot of jobs. I think there's a lot of jobs out there that will hire someone who has a four-year degree, regardless of what that four-year degree is in. Yes. And that's
1: where I'm saying where I'm at, like where I'm at. And like with my education now, like I, I don't have anything. So it's really like, look, like doing the job searches over the last couple of years, it's really stunted what I can make and stuff. And like, I'm maxed out. But I also make more than like, um, I have a friend who's an x-ray tech and I make more than her. And she's got a formal education. I mean, you have to be educated to do that. And so that's really weird. It's not okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, Like, yeah, like we were talking about like, uh, like how much people make, like, because it's, you know, people look at, well, you know, you're working at McDonald's for, and so what do you expect to make at McDonald's? Well, I'm trading hours of my life Mm -hmm. for compensation. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that me, that my hours of my life aren't worth above $7.25 $7.25 or $8 or $9 or whatever they're actually paying, right? Yeah. So you're saying that my life, me giving up my time, regardless of what it's for, is all because like I'm you know, I'm asking if you want fries with that instead of you know helping you choose, you know, a four oh one K versus a Roth IRA. Right. So I'm spending my time helping someone regardless of what the outcome like regardless of what the the job description is and i'm not trying to talk like socialism i'm talking like you know like where everybody should make the same no but i'm saying is at what point does the value of human life actually come into play
1: right and there's so many variables too
0: i mean maybe it's age based like okay so like if you're 15 the minimum wage is x if you're Sixteen, the minimum wage is why, and if you're seventeen, or then if like say you're eighteen, but well, you're eighteen years old and you've graduated high school, and you have a kid on the way. Well, should you then make the same as a eighteen a, a year old who's still in high school? What would be, you know, should there be qualifiers for minimum wage? Like, but
1: then like, I then I see so many older people not having jobs because then they, then, then a company would hire a younger person who is going to cost them less. And well,
0: well, well, I think like, I mean, so you have, I kind of wonder about that because like the cost of training somebody who makes less, who's only going to work there for a short amount of time. Cause you figure most high school kids don't keep their jobs very long. Right. Because they're flighty,
1: well, and they're in high school. And they're, they're in high move
0: school. On. They don't give a shit. Yeah. And so you're all. I mean, you're always going to be cycling out high school kids, but you also need adults who work there to run the day to day and make sure that the kids, which is really so. My old or our youngest works for a uh, fast food chain.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He left one fast food delivery chain Mm -hmm. and went to another fast food chain with a drive through, And like most of his managers are in school with him.
1: Okay. So I was going to say this. I was 16 years old managing a pizza place. So like.
0: So that's, so that's like my thing. So you can't say, well, they're only 16. Well, you're 16 and a manager. Shouldn't that. Equate to like so like well, you know the minimum wage for sixteen year old versus a minimum wage sixteen year old in a management position, you know what I mean like there should be like a blanket minimum wage doesn't make sense anymore because you know companies, well, first off, it doesn't make sense anymore because if you have the minimum wage you're like you're making seven twenty five say I mean the jobs out there who actually still pay seven twenty five is probably slim anyway.
1: Yeah, what is minimum wage? 725. Oh, okay.
0: And it's been that way for years. Years yes,
2: and years and years.
0: At least 10 years now, I think. Yeah. Um. But so like the minimum wage should always be consistent on what at least a single person can have an apartment. Yes. Transportation to get to and from work. Mm-hmm. And be able to live and relatively be comfortable, not, you don't have to be comfortable, but like not living in squalor. And I think like, because if you think about the number of bills that we have, it's almost seems like, almost seems like that there is uh, more and more bills coming up all the time. Right. So like when I was young, we didn't have cable. Mm -hmm. My mom had the apartment. And we lived in a rent-controlled apartment, like Section Eight apartment.
1: Yeah, we talked about that last time.
0: Um, we
1: uh, no cell phones.
0: No cell phones. No internet.
1: Yeah, but are those no TV those services? No, aren't they? Well,
0: but are they? Is internet a choice? Is internet just as important as like heat?
1: I don't know. Because I don't know the answer to that. You what work about cell from phones? home without internet? But if you have a car to go to a job, do you need the internet at home to work from? Do you? That's what I'm saying. Well, what I, don't I, mean, like, I, th- I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer well, to that. I think
0: because, okay, so like there's a base standard of living. And mm-hmm. in modern society, internet connection comes with the base standard of living. Does it? I think it does. Because you can't really... I mean, you can't... I mean, then you're limited to... You have no streaming services. You have no.
1: That's fine. Well, I mean. (laughs) I don't watch TV. Well, I mean, you don't. No, but this is what I'm saying, though, is like. We can say that all of these things are like necessities, but I think I think what it boils down to is what actually is necessity. And I'm not saying people shouldn't have luxuries of living at all. I'm saying what's hard is to determine what is actually, as like a the standard of living. Do you know what I'm saying? Well, like, I don't,
0: not necessarily that everybody needs to like. Not to say that everybody should have. And and I can probably counter this point. My I can probably counter my own argument. But the fact that like is basic internet service should that be like a prerequisite? Like. Like, like like a phone line used to be something that everybody needed to have. But now phone line is antiquated and it's kind of made way for internet now. So like you may not have a phone line anymore.
1: Was it free? No. That's what I'm saying though. But like- it was like, I mean, it
0: wasn't, a, it wasn't an exorbitant expense until later on. Like when they started phasing that out and people stopped doing the phones, then they like, my mom was, I remember my mom before she passed away, she was paying like some ungodly number for, amount for her cell, for not cell phone, but for her home
1: phone. Yeah. Now cell phones are no now cell phones. Amount. We have
0: five lines on our, on our, on our stuff, right? Five mm-hmm. lines. And it's like 250 some dollars. That's cheaper for
1: your five lines. I pay a lot for my service. I don't like it,
0: but. And we get like HBO max for free for, I was like, well, how long? As yeah. long as you have this contract. And I'm like, okay.
1: Yeah. We, we, we have some stuff often, for but free. It's nice. We have some stuff for free too, but I don't turn my TV on. I don't, I don't watch TV really. I, I might like twice a month. And as we get into the winter, I'm sure it'll be on more than usual. But, and that's why I, when you were like streaming, I'm like, yeah, but not everybody does that.
0: But a majority and, do.
1: But, and is that like considered a standard of like, does that have to be there? Like, I think what should be considered more is like people paying you to go get their hair cut. Because that's not cheap. Sure it is. Yeah. Well, when you have short hair and you have to go every five to six weeks and that's pushing it, it should be four to five weeks. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and if, I, you, if
0: you want to go to your friend and she has her own salon and she's charging, you know, $75 for a cut in color, or at least that's, I don't know what they charge now, but.
1: It is $45 for just a cut. Jeez. Which is. It's standard, though. Like, that's not even a lot. Well,
0: for the real. last time I went... last time I stepped foot in a barber, I went and saw a friend of mine who was a barber. hmm And I got my head shaved. And I got my beard trimmed. hmm And with tip, I think it was $65. Yep. I'm like, oh, I couldn't imagine doing that, like, once a
1: month. Right. All the time? Yeah, this is a choice to go. Like...
0: Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, I shave my head once to ch- every like once or once a day, maybe once every two days. Yeah. And if I'm like feeling really like blue and I got a lot of stuff and I don't have to leave the house, and I'm not recording anything, then it might be three or four days. Yeah. But it's still a few times a week, even at the the worst. Right. So I couldn't imagine paying someone to cut my hair every day or every other day. Let alone yeah. the time to go and get there.
1: Right. Does do anybody actually shower. go do that? I don't
0: know. I imagine probably there's probably people who do. Yeah,
1: but, I don't I mean, know. But anybody. most people
0: who shave their head probably have their head shaved probably do it themselves because otherwise it's cost prohibitive.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say I don't know anybody who shaves But I mean, their I bed, haven't had a beard
0: it. trim since that day, and I mean, I'm well overdue, but I don't have the money right now to go and see her. Right. And I'm not going to and I don't I don't trust anybody else.
1: Right. And that's what that's Yes, the my friend that I go see now is the only one that I like. Well, there's two that I truly trust with my hair. And other than that, there's three. Now that I'm like, they're, they'll probably keep popping up. But like, there's not many. And one of them costs $60 to go get my hair. It might be more than that. To go get just my haircut. And so it's insane. And the friend that I use now, she she's a home slice and gives me a discount. And I don't need her to, but she's sweet like that. So like yeah, but so thinking about all like I would rather take that into consideration as somebody's like standard of living, than streaming something. But but I see what you're saying because to stream now it like keeps you up to date with the rest of the world.
0: I mean, because how much is, how much value is in pop culture?
1: I don't know. I don't wrong person.
0: So not a lot of value to you. Correct. But. I imagine as time goes on and this, the thing that we're doing right now, pop culture is going to be more relevant and necessary to you.
1: Is it? (laughs) That's one of the things that like, so I don't know. I like, I constantly go back and forth about it. And I think that it's one thing that I love about the dynamic that we both have is that like, I literally come from a different world and you come from a different world. And we can talk about different things and see different perspectives on things. And um, like you brought up Dubai and there was one other thing that I feel like you brought up recently that I was like, I don't know anything about that, but I feel like the two different worlds will create an awesome dynamic. And I'm not sure I'll ever feel compelled to actually partake in that because I'm not interested in it. And I don't ever feel compelled to do anything I'm not interested in. Over the weekend, somebody was talking to me about that with like social media following and, um, how I like to me it doesn't do anything for my like self-esteem or my ego. To me, it's more like analytics. Like what are people like which which hashtag is actually getting the likes? Like, and I don't mean likes because I need the likes, but the likes to like generate enough enough of a whatever so this when it gets put out is successful. Like for me it's analytics. It's all data. Like what can I put out there to create enough, um, likes and comments to keep my stuff and the algorithm to keep getting out there because if we have a podcast in order for it to be successful it's just gonna have to be viewed so many times like this is not rocket science so but he was like but isn't that gonna persuade you into doing things that you don't particularly like doing and I'm like I don't if I don't feel compelled to do it I won't do it regardless of how many likes and comments it gets like like that's just not the way I think about things so I don't know if I'll ever partake in pop culture because of our podcast.
0: I think that's kind of the whole the whole dynamic between the two of us, I think, where we do have different perspectives. We do come from different kind of like and not that I watch a lot of TV. Yeah. But for me, like having the option to sit down, it's like, that's a bonding time between me and the lady because she works too much. Mm -hmm. I'm in a situation where I'm constantly busy. And, you know, whether we're sitting down to watch, even like we watch YouTube on the TV. Yeah. So that's part of TV.
1: Right. Absolutely. I
0: mean, I don't, I try not to watch too much stuff on my phone. I mean, I watch TikTok on my phone Mm because I mean, that's the format it's set up for. But I try not to. Be on my phone unless I'm in the bathroom. Yeah, but I think you know there's that that bonding time between the two of us. I mean, we bond whether we're going yard selling or doing whatever we do. Go, you know, when she is off, and we go grocery shopping together. We used to go on like Walmart dates. Yeah, we'd go to Walmart and shop at ten o'clock at night. Yeah, and walk around and look at stuff we didn't need because it was time spent together. Right. So right. that's what, I mean that's the same thing with TV. That's the same thing with you know i mean and you get enjoyment out of like there's things that we like to watch like like i said we finished watching that sex edu- the the sex education show mm-hmm. we like bob's burgers um like archer
1: yeah archer is pretty awesome
0: um just stuff like that i mean there's shows that we watch and things that'll come around and then things that get canceled or whatever and whatever but it's something for us to sit down and not have to worry about all the other shit we have to do in the day. Does yeah. Because, I mean, we're very focused on all the things that we need to do. So I think, I mean, there's obviously a disconnect, like, people who never put effort into the things they need to do or want to do and watch TV. Like, people who can binge a series in one day or two days or whatever. Mm-hmm. It takes us weeks to watch something, usually.
1: Right. But I mean, this is so. This is the sole purpose of entertainment in all forms, right? And always has been a, a way to check out, also a way to create community, right? A, a way to bring people together and a way to sort of like disassociate from the day to day. And that's just the basis of all entertainment. It's just evolved a lot, but. How necessary is that as a standard of living? And and aren't they starting to put Wi-Fi in the city, like free Wi-Fi in areas? They talked about that forever. They yeah. talked about
0: doing that, and uh, they were talking about doing that in um, Fountain Square when we used to hang out over there.
1: Oh, did they?
0: Yeah, they were talking about. But there's all, but then there's you know companies like Starlink. Mm-hmm. who are bringing broadband internet to the more rural areas. Mm-hmm. I get chastised for saying rule instead of rural. rural, rural. However you're supposed to say it. Rural? Rural? rural, rural. I rural? don't know. Whatever. Rural? No, it's I'm a word c- that's hard to say, okay?
1: Rural? Well, how do you say it? I'm confused now.
0: Rule, rule Rule? Whatever. R- I don't know. Wow. <laughs> rule. I think we've I said, said rule. I think we've rule. said it so many
1: times it's not gonna come out right now. No,
0: it's not. But you know, because there's still people out there who have no access to anything but dial up. Yes. And that's a
1: hindrance. Absolutely.
0: Because if you can if it takes you twenty minutes to check an email
1: Yeah, but you don't have the library either. Like as it, the library is not a thing when you're that far out.
0: I, I mean, mean is it, it even a like, thing now for most people?
1: Hold on, though. Is it not a thing now? like, I use the library.
0: I haven't been a library in, like, well, the last time I was in a library, we were taking the, the boys there for a rugby meeting. So we weren't there for the library. We were there to use, like, one of the conference rooms and have, like, a, a, a rugby meeting before the rugby season started.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So I use the library. Central Library is set up with. A shit ton of stations for people to work. They even have um, like computer stations in the kids' area so that you can come and work and do your shit and your kids can read, play. There's so many things for kids to do in Central Library. So the library is an amazing option. So, th- and this is where I feel like it's important to lean into community. So, rural, yeah, that might be a standard of living for rural communities. But what about if you're living in the city where there's Wi-Fi at your local, like, coffee shop and there's Wi-Fi at the local grocery store? There's Wi-Fi, like, there's Wi-Fi fucking everywhere. But and if you're the-
0: utilizing the Wi-Fi in those places, then you need to invest in a VPN. Because then your personal data is at risk. So then that opens up a whole other, a whole other discussion.
1: It does. It does. And maybe those discussions need to be had if we're talking about making sure people are living comfortably.
0: So, I mean, that's the same thing with, like, Wi-Fi that's blanket, right? So, like, if there's, like, a blanket Wi-Fi over cities, then what's to say that that's just information? Like, who is then in charge of that information? How do they control how that information is used? If it's free, do you have any control over
1: your own information? Do you have any now?
0: I don't know how much information your your local ISP has. I think they need warrants to provide information, at least warrants, where like other countries, they just they have to save your data for like two plus years and they can hand it over with just a request.
1: But you don't think that that could happen here? Like you, you don't think that they would have used that? And I mean, how I mean, easy it is. Very,
0: to, it's very possible. And
1: how easy it would be to get a warrant to get your stuff. I, Maybe. I, I feel I like it's, it depends
0: on where you are, or like what state you're in and who, what the ju- who the judge is. And
1: I feel like it's got to be way more accessible than you're giving it credit for. Like, I, like, I am not a conspiracy I would say this, theorist, I would but
0: it's probably harder than you think it is, because I think I think we're both looking at it from like what we've seen on TV. I don't watch TV. Well, I know, but you're still familiar <laughs> with at least some of like law and cop shows and stuff over the years not really no
1: no i haven't sincerely i have not watched a whole lot of tv for the past 10 years of my life
0: i did the same thing from like 99 through like 2007 i didn't watch hardly any tv at all because i worked nights yeah i watched a lot of movies Mm -hmm. because people would come over and bring movies because you know i didn't have cable at the time. Because it was expensive. Yeah. And so people would come over and we just, and I had tons of movies. So extra money went to buy movies from like Walmart and stuff. Yeah. So we would watch movies and that was the time we'd watch them over and over again because we didn't have anything else to do.
1: Yeah. Well, and movies like, didn't come out as quickly as they do now. Like they're not, like I feel like now you just, there's always a new movie. There's always something new.
0: Yeah. But, it's, but I kind of feel too at the same time that there's like a whole lot of nothing to watch. That's a struggle that we get into. So I usually try to find something for us to watch before she sits down.
1: Isn't that like just the whole atmosphere of shit being flooded in general though?
0: I think that was the way it was with TV. Yeah, you know, like, like there's there's just like, like a tipping 100 point. 100 channels and nothing to watch and
1: Yeah, there's a there's a tipping point of like, all right, so this is so flooded now instead of like a lot of money going to like high production awesome shit, you just have some like low level <laughs> Okay. Shit. Right. But so yeah, I um, your information being accessible, I just feel like there's a like all of your information is out there.
0: Because okay, so my my stepdad lives. He's got a flip phone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have cable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He basically watches regular TV. Well, like an antenna. Mm-hmm. Or he uses his stockpile of VHS and DVDs. He's got like mm-hmm. six, like five to six thousand. Mm-hmm. So he's he watches like five movies at a time. He's got a couple different rooms set up because he lives by himself. Yeah, he's got like his front porch. He's got like three TVs on his front porch, like old, like some like flat panels, some CRT, some whatever. Same thing in the living room. We have TVs. You know, watch like movies all the time. Three. Are like, it's my Thursday night. I got Roadhouse playing, and I've got. He's like always names off these three movies he watches on Thursday nights, and I'm like, okay. That's weird. Yeah. So like that's his downtime is putting on movies. Uh huh. Like, I'm watching this and this and this porno, and I'm like
2: (laughs) Okay. I'm not judging.
0: But, you know, never watched porn for entertainment, but I mean, very rarely.
1: You wouldn't consider watching porn entertainment?
0: It's, it's a it's a solo entertainment.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying though. It's still entertainment, know, is it I mean, not? Because like, let's t- again talk about the, like the sole purpose of entertainment was to distract ourselves from the like a reality to like pull you in. So
0: yeah, but I don't I don't think it's the same as like throwing on you know Goodwill hunting. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not-
1: but if this, so I feel like entertainment maybe needs to be chalked up to one of those words of like like pleasure. Yeah. Like people don't like that word. Yeah. That is it, a
0: very triggering word. Pleasure. It, pleasure. It's very taboo.
1: And in and intimacy. Intimacy. Is, is another people one. People
0: struggle with intimacy.
1: I, it is, I love words that choke people up. Like fucking love them. And maybe entertainment is one of these because I, I don't even think it's a choking up. I think it's like there's, there's all of these ideas with certain words that when you start putting them together in different ways, they start making people cringe because they have all of it. So, like, if you use the word pleasure in its true form, same with relationship, it... Like, we have a relationship. Absolutely. We have intimacy. Yes,
2: yes. It's not necessarily
0: This podcast
1: what... is pleasurable. Yes. <laughs> like
0: Now, if it makes you moist, then
1: there's a problem. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. And so... And so all of these words have all of these like...
0: All the trigger words for people like cunt.
1: Yes. There's all of these little attachments to these words. So then when you start to use them with people who aren't as open-minded or have even considered the real meaning of a word, it just starts making people like twitch a little bit. Well, let's touch back on... Entertainment porn? Intimacy. Intimacy. Okay.
0: Because it made me think of something else... Something that I'm seeing a lot of, and I know that it's all COVID related, but there's a growing movement of people who don't want to go into public anymore. Yes. Who don't want to have, they don't want hugs to be a thing. They don't want handshakes to be a thing. Yes. Because they feel that that's gross and yucky. You know, do you think that that is a growing movement? Do you Have you noticed that with people or are you more disconnected even from that?
1: Why would I be disconnected from that?
0: Well, I mean, from like the, because I see it on social media.
1: Oh, no, no, because I talk to people and they say it too. And there has been like, like last year, so many people were like, oh, I'm never, if, hey, if we can not get the flu, I'm not going to wear a mask or I'm always going to wear a mask or something like, like during the flu season, I'll forever wear a mask. And I'm like, what are you seeing now? Everybody's fucking sick. I don't think it has anything to do with not wearing a mask and wearing a mask. I don't think the masks are doing what we thought that they would. Um, and and the same goes for the handshakes and all of that. I think, I think people speak out of fear, and then what has happened is that um, over time, we start to realize as human beings need these things. As human beings, we need to see each other's faces in order to get the entire picture of if somebody's upset, like what they're feeling.
0: That was like the biggest like, struggle for me during the pandemic was not having hugs. Yes. I'm a very big hugger.
1: Yes. And I appreciate that, by the way.
0: Like, and I know it makes people, like, I've, you know, like, sometimes, like, if I haven't seen somebody in a while, I'll give them a longer hug. Mm -hmm. And, like, sometimes that makes people uncomfortable. Like, oh, that was a long hug. Like, but why does it make you uncomfortable? Does that mean that... Maybe
1: oxytocin makes them uncomfortable because once you hold a hug for so long, it releases oxytocin. It might. It does.
0: But is, so, (laughs) so, I mean, is there, like... Is there something in that intimacy that makes them uncomfortable or is there or or is there a, a preconceived notion that my extended hug means that I want something from them that I'm not that that they're inferring something that's not there?
1: I mean, it could be that it could be. Here's the thing, though. Oxytocin is the love hormone.
0: I was thinking back about the fucking oxalates. (laughs) Um,
1: I thought you were making a joke about it. No, no, oxytocin, Google oxytocin. Oxytocin is a love hormone. It is what infants get when you are skin to skin. It is really- Well, that's
0: why like you can have a fully healthy baby, but if they have no skin to skin contact, they can literally die.
1: Yes, and so oxytocin is the love hormone. It is so important. And when you hug someone for an extended period of time, it releases oxytocin. Therefore, it is breaking down barriers, right? And so, I mean, we can go a million directions with the what ifs and how does this make this person uncomfortable. But in my mind, in the filters that I see, I see what you're doing is you're giving them oxytocin. Therefore, you're making them feel loved. And some people are fucking uncomfortable with that.
0: I remember my (laughs) my brother-in-law was hugging me like almost comically too long. Yeah. And I was like, should I be a wreck now? (laughs) He's like, go,
1: (laughs) but it's a love hormone. You get it from hugging. You didn't know that. I guess I didn't. And that might be why you really like it though, because it releases oxytocin for you and you're not, doing like you do it literally because you genuinely care about that person. I wonder for you, does that bring up um good feelings about how you felt as a child? Like did like you felt loved, you felt embraced, like all of those things and they make you feel comfortable and you are that like teddy bear kind of a person. And so you are comfortable with that. Yeah. It's just oxytocin. Some people are so fucking uncomfortable with that. Some people are numb to it. They don't realize it. Um, there are people who, like, um, are so traumatized that they can't, like, if you touch their feet, they don't, they don't feel it. Weird. It is weird. I, I have a friend right now who um, over and over again, she'll talk to me about, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Like, in regards to mostly, like, this guy that she's dating. And I'm like, how do you feel about that in your body? And she cannot answer that. Like, literally acts like I don't ask her she cannot. And just the other day, um, she mentioned something like she gave, she forwarded a post on Instagram and she was like, number two, you have to get tapped back into the body to know what you're feeling. And I was like, and why do you think that I keep asking you that question? And the thing about it is when you have um, PTSD of any kind, it's not even related to just wars and stuff like that. But like, if you have trauma, you're literally disconnected from your body. So anything that can put you into your body makes you feel really uncomfortable unless you're in a safe space. So if you're doing that with somebody who's mildly uncomfortable or like, like you haven't seen them in a long time is what you said, so they might not feel safe and then you're making them release this fucking love hormone which makes them even feel more unsafe and then they're like, oh my God, this is too much. But it's literally a love hormone.
0: I just figured they thought I wanted to fuck them or something.
1: Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. And this is the beautiful part about the shit that I'm into and the shit that you're into, right? Like, and why I feel like I'm going to keep learning about all of this shit about psychology. You just do you. I'll do me. And we'll oh, fucking have the these, Yeah, we'll have these random ass rants about how you hug people for too long. And, you know.
0: I don't know. I just love to hug people.
1: That's what you love. You love the love hormone. You're a sensitive human being yeah i have found myself because of like going through all of my shit i found that i don't appreciate the hugs that i get as much as i should and it really sucks like um it's a really hard thing to grasp because like on one hand i'm like god damn it i just need a fucking hug and like i have been hugged so many times i've just not realized in the moment like like I I realize it but like taken full advantage of that why did that go away what happened I don't know oh well here we are interesting it's that good day but yeah like what time is it two o'clock
0: yeah it's more like two hours and 20 minutes in yeah to this one yeah it's not even two o'clock yet
1: how did we get on the topic of hugging anyway? Intimacy. Intimacy. Thank you. Yes. And it is that word that strikes us. So full disclosure, um, I didn't realize, and now hindsight, I feel like it's really stupid and it's kind of embarrassing, but I didn't realize that intimacy had so many other components to it other than sex for a long time a very long time and I feel like that speaks volumes to how much my parents talk to me about all of this shit and just how much culturally I've been exposed to and like just, I don't know. Like, I don't know how you don't know that. Like now that I know all the things that I know, I'm like, well that fucking makes sense.
0: Well, I mean, it's one of those things I don't think we ever really talk about. Like intimacy is usually only discussed when it's, when it's talking about sexual relations right it's not about like the intimacy that i have like even even like as i'm going to say these words it makes me cringe in yes, the back like I fucking love it. like like the intimacy that i have with my granddaughter so it almost yes. sounds dirty but it's right her and i yes. hanging out sitting together on the couch we're under the same blanket we're watching a movie we're Trying to get her to calm down and maybe have a nap. It's
1: a connection.
0: It is a a deep big, connection. She's holding my hand. Yeah. It's very, very intimate.
1: Yes. When my toddler's screaming and crying and throwing a fit and I get down and I look on, my, I look in her eyes and I'm like, hey, babe, do you need a hug? Can I give you a kiss? Like, yes, it's not sexual. It literally took me. i I was married when I figured that out. I mean, maybe five years ago. So almost thirty. You're so young. Thirty. I'll be thirty-five in a couple months. You think that's young?
0: We're almost ten years apart.
1: Okay, I could see.
0: I'm forty-two.
1: Yeah, I don't feel like it's that big of a difference, but I could also I don't see really like
0: see like a di- like I don't see that being that big of a difference. But then again, like the other day, someone's uh, birthday popped up on Facebook, and they were thirty-three years old, and I'm like. How long I've been hanging out with them, like, <laughs> like, damn, you were like, a, like, I, I guess I didn't pay attention to that. Like how young people are or like how much older I was than a lot of my friends at the time.
1: Yeah. Is that still the case? I mean, I'm friends, or does it with, just, I'm friends
0: with the same people.
1: Or does it just not We've matter? We've all
0: gotten older.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Because I have one of my friends, I
0: remember I met her through the Emerson and stuff, like on the Emerson all the time. I was like 19. She would be at the Emerson. And our relationship was more of, she's here. She's like 14. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that she gets home. You're a brother. Unmolested. Yeah, you're a brother. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the way. I mean, I've always been kind of like that. Like, yeah. I mean, there's been nights where we were in Broderpool and you see like that girl walking down the street and heels can barely walk stumbling mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. her car and like she's walking and you're we kept our distance back a little bit so she wasn't all freaked out that we were following her yeah but we and a couple guy friends were walking behind her just kind of making sure she got where she needed to go mm-hmm. and then it was like a guy making a beeline for her, and we're just like well let's see what the fuck this happens we'll stop it if we have to you know what i mean and then like she makes it to her car us being fucking stupid oh she's safe she's in her car She could barely walk. We were like,
1: okay, she's okay. She got her car. I thought about that at the beginning of your story, but I was going to leave it alone.
0: (laughs) I'm like, but it's like, that's that hindsight shit. Like, oh, she's safe. She's in her car. Now she can go die in a fucking crash.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now she can use, this is my favorite part. I don't know if I've shared this with you, but this is my favorite part of the red line. I like to picture it like a pinball machine. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the red line
0: It goes all the way up college. Yeah. And there's like it's kind of like a sub. It's kind of like a subway line because there's like the thing in the middle and people stand there waiting for the buses.
1: But it's not a subway line, and the fact that the only thing that keeps the bus like like it's a curb, and yes. But I'm speaking more specifically to the curb that's in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And and it's a ping – like or it's like, like it's like an oversized speed bump. Yeah. Yes. But people drive over it. I love it. Um, but it's also very square. Like there's, it's not even like a hump. Like this is like a very square. I'm really surprised they designed it this way, but okay, we'll roll with it. Kind of thanks Indy. Um, but I picture it as like bowling with bumpers or like a pinball machine and like drunk people going down college, (laughs) keeping people in their lanes. Oh, I fucking love it. And I will tell you driving down college, you can definitely see which vehicles have been plowed into. And that's why I made a big deal out of that off street parking with the $600,000 home. Like, no, you, you don't park on college anyway, back to intimacy and like about what the fucking drunk people driving down college using cars as bumpers. Yeah. Oh my God. I've seen so many. So identifiable because they get rear ended. Right. So you see the tire underneath the middle of the vehicle and it's just annihilated but there's nothing else around like hit and runs hardcore or oh, like they don't
0: even realize they did it well did i ever tell you like what happened with our oldest she was staying she was at her boyfriend's parents house staying the night it was like a saturday night and we were coming back from friends it was like two in the morning mm-hmm. and we we're almost home and we get a phone call she's hysterical someone's hit my car are you okay? I wasn't in the car. I was asleep in the house. Drunk driver heading down her street and she lived lives um in in near the near the high school mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, 25 miles an hour, 30 miles an hour all the way through. So, it's not a busy street. I mean, it's yeah. kind of busy, but it's not a fast street. It's like a yeah. it's all residential. This lady had been going 40, 50 some miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Hits uh, I can't remember if, she, if if he... I can't remember if the driver, which was a she, not a he, but I can't remember if she hit, she hit an SUV that pushed the SUV into her car and turned her car around. Shit. And the lady's wheel was ripped off, and she was still trying to flee the scene. <laughs> <laughs> her car is, like, pouring fluid out of it, oh. and she's, like, revving the engine, and it's not going anywhere. <laughs> and this wasn't this woman's first DUI.
1: Oh, I'm sure. And that's probably why she was fleeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is this is common on college to see that.
2: Not and that
0: call and when we added her to our insurance, it caused our rates to go up. Absolutely. Which is like and it was like three, four years ago.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Because this happened well before she had, she got pregnant with our granddaughter, and our granddaughter's now three. Yeah. So you're like, first off, it wasn't an at fault accident. It mm-hmm. was it was a parked, unoccupied,
2: mm-hmm.
0: coming from insurance background. You know, parked unoccupied vehicle. So obviously no fault whatsoever on yes their behalf. And it was a car pushed into her car,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I mean she PLPD. You know, just
1: yeah, not Basic. go the
0: only on her POS right. Yeah. But I mean, still, like, it cost our insurance to go up, like, because when you go and we got her, we got her a new car, leased her a new car and put it on our insurance with us and when they, they gave us a good quote, but I guess it was something to do with like the, with like the insurance when they pulled the records, they were like the, the date was two different dates. So, I mean, that could have very well been like, because it happened like two in the morning. Mm. Well, it happened Saturday night. Well, they could have put it on Saturday and on Sunday or whatever it was, but there were like two different dates. So that was a flag for the insurance company. Mm. And I was like, no way for us to fix
1: that. Right. Yeah. You can't go back now.
0: And I'm sure, I'm sure if we did enough, it'd probably be a lot of digging to fix it and figure out all that stuff. Yeah. Who her insurance was. And I have no idea. Just a lot of stuff to dig through. And and then, like, we, you know, you go through, like, the first few months, like, the first six months, and then, like, the price, then it just, like, jacked way up. Because I have, like, I had been with this company for, like, 11 years. Like, a nice, like, whenever I'd call them, they'd be like, you have blah, 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 so you get to the front of the line. I had to wait on hold every.
1: Yeah, I have that, too. I fucking love it. Yeah, I like it. I fucking it. love I'm it. I'm about
0: to switch insurance companies because they jacked our shit up to, like, over $500.
1: Holy shit! Listen, five hundred dollars every six months?
0: No, a month. A month, but that's for four cars. Listen,
1: in January when I like left my husband and did all that shit, my van. Oh ooh, no 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 no! This was on the Forerunner, my two thousand fifteen Forerunner with only twenty thousand miles on it. So we're talking. This is a, basically a brand new vehicle was cheaper on insurance than him having his two cars that he had. And the oldest was like a 2000, maybe seven, eight. It was cheaper because of how much shit was on his record and how much shit he's claimed. I had that new of a vehicle and it was less expensive. And at that time it was, um,
0: well, you're also a woman over 25.
1: Yes. It, well, it was $230 for six months. I was elated. I, like I, I literally like could not fathom how my insurance was that cheap.
0: That's crazy
1: for full full coverage. It is crazy.
0: Should I? I still pay even for me, and I'm forty some years old, and I would still paying on um, my 2019. I'm still paying like a hundred and some dollars
1: a month just for mine alone. It's so stupid cheap for me to have insurance and I get the front of the line and I don't mean to rub that in, but well, I get front it's a, of line it's too, a win. But... It's a win. You know what I'm saying? Like you get these little tiny wins in life and you're like, yes, the bug in here, all the that. other shit, all the other shit gone wrong. I'll take that win. I guess I got to watch the time. Okay. We got 20 minutes. I can't, I can't be late to go get my kid anymore. Okay. Cause it costs $30 if I'm late. Does it? Yes. A day. So if I'm, that's a lot of money a day when you start thinking they go to, like, that's the potential to have $150 a week tacked onto there.
0: What time you need to, What's your heart out?
1: I have to be there by 3.15. So I have to literally be pulling out of your driveway by 2.45 at the latest. So let's, like, 2.30, I feel like, should be goals. <laughs> <laughs> because you never know what traffic is going to be like at that time of day. Like, even this morning. So, Jesus. Okay. My oldest started her own chess club, which I fucking love that she started a chess club, but now it's at, it's in the morning before school. So now on Wednesdays, I have three different drop-off times at two different schools. And I didn't, like, it, it wasn't, it's not that big of a deal because I'm really close to their schools, but at the same time, like, that one extra drop-off is like, fuck. Anyway. For my preschooler, I usually leave at 8.20, 8.25 because I can drop her off between 8.30 and 8.45. This morning I left at 8.40 and the time it took to get her to school was literally 10 minutes longer than if I leave at 8.25. So if I go, if I leave at 8.25, I can get to her school by 8.30. If I leave by 8.40, I ha- it's like 8.50, 8.55. So she's late. Isn't that crazy? Just that small fucking window.
0: Well, it's like I drive the boy to school every day now. And like when you get there, I usually drop him off like 725, 730. Jesus, that's early. But his school starts at 750. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's easier if I take him earlier than if I'm there at like 740. Because then the lines are crazy trying to get through there. Then he's going to be late. Right. Because like, when you're like pushing it and you see all the parents and like all the lines. Everybody
1: like, pushing it. <laughs>
0: there's no way that you're going to get your kid there on time because that's just the line to get through is crazy.
1: Are they, are they I want to say accepting of it, okay with it? I or do no they idea. still get, yeah. So our drop-off times are 9.05 to 9.20 and there's like not, it doesn't end until 9.30. Like the line it, but so I park on one of the side streets and we just walk up and I'm home by 920. Like, I don't even bother with the line and the same for pickup. You're supposed to be there by four. I show up at four because I'm still at the tail end of a really freaking long line. Like, it doesn't matter what time I get there. I can't, I can't be, well, I can get there at three o'clock in the afternoon and then I'll be in the front of the line, but. Fuck that noise. I don't want to sit in my car for an hour, you know?
0: It's crazy.
1: I No, wow. I did it last year because I had to because my two older kids were at different schools with the same pickup. So in order to get to the other one on time, I had to be the, that one of them in the beginning. So I had to sit there for an hour in my van.
0: So I take the boy to school yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. I uh, I get up. I go into his room, I open the door, turn the light on, I get him up, I stand at the stairs and wait for him to get up and move. He's up and moving, he goes and closes his door. I figure, well, he's gonna take off his clothes, put on his next clothes, and he's gonna meet me down. I'm like, All right, I'm going to the car, meet me in the car.
1: What time does he get up? Seven <laughs> fifteen.
0: He gets up at like six forty five, six fifty. We leave the house by like seven. Okay. Seven oh five. Holy shit. Okay. So, I mean, he showers at night. Um, let's see. And he'll get up earlier if he has to shower in the morning.
1: I used to do this shit. No, I'm not judging. I'm just like, man, I could, I, as an old ass human being now, I could not get up five to 10 minutes before I needed to leave. And like, <laughs>
0: uh, well, I do because I get up because all I got to do is get up, put on some slippers, make sure I have my driver's license. And so it's just like a clip thing that pops in my pocket, grab the keys, go sit in the car. Right. And then wait for him. I'm sitting in the car and he's like taking a while. And I call him and goes, well, he doesn't have his voicemail box set up because why would he? Right. He's like, I'm never going to check it anyway. I'm like, it's a thought. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, you know, we pay for this, but you don't you don't follow up with your obligation. You're into the deal. But uh, I'm sitting there and like finally like 20 minutes goes by. And I, you know, the woman was upstairs waiting for, uh, or no, because we didn't have the girl yesterday, but she was, she was still home. And I was like, hey, can you, I'm downstairs in the car. Can you run and make sure that Hunter's getting ready? And she goes, and I hear, get up. He had laid back down and fell asleep. Mm. Got up, closed the door in my face, and went and laid back down and went to sleep. <sighs> so he was like, no, we were still on time that's because bad. we get up early enough to get there early because he likes to walk around and talk with his friends and stuff. Yeah. But that's why you should be allowed to punch your kids in the face.
1: I think that you just need to spray him in the face with water or something when he does that. Like while he's sleeping, I mean, not like we now, should. Who would, he can sleep
0: through natural. He can sleep through anything. Like I've literally pulled him off the bed.
1: Yeah, I was like that as a teen.
0: He's, he's been like that for, I don't know, like... And part of it, and, and some days it just feels like he's doing it to me, so I will hit him. Like I'm trying to wake him up, and he's just like, Mm-mm, "Let's see how far this goes. Let's see, let's see how far he'll take this." Because I'm gonna, he's like, he was like, "Cause sometimes I'm like, yeah, I was just laying there, just waiting for you to go away." It's like, why the I mean You're not there yet. Your oldest is what? 10 10 mm-hmm. You're not
1: far. Nope. We're really close to starting periods and being preteens and
0: I remember when I first when I first
1: started your period.
0: <laughs> that too. When I got when I remember when I first became a part of this family and I think the the oldest had already had her period when I first cuz I think she was like 12 13. Mhm. And she was a virgin. She has a grand. She has a kid now, so obviously she's not a virgin.
1: That's how that works.
0: I'm guessing so. Weird. But I remember the lady said you'll know that she because I guess she didn't use tampons or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like she'll know that she's no longer a virgin when she's using tampons. And I was like, okay, not having kids, not had kids before, not had to deal with this before, uh-huh. and then one day like. She picked up a tampon and walked into the bathroom I about had a fucking heart attack. And Shannon was like, calm down. Calm down. She has to wear it for swimming.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, don't do that shit to me.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> she was like 15. I was like, wait, what's happening?
1: But at the same time, that's not, I mean, that's kind of normal at that age. I know, but it's, but you know, you want to stretch it out as long as you can. Absolutely, <laughs> or like let's teach about safety and yeah, yeah, being super fucking smart and, 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 and like and they
0: were, and that's one of the discussions that they always had, and I was even involved in a couple of those discussions yeah. and stuff. I mean, did that you guys was...
1: ever talk about masturbation or anything like that? <sighs> that I don't
0: know. The old, the youngest and I joke about it a lot.
1: Yeah, and that's your way of
0: kind of talking about talking it, yeah. to him about it and, and telling him that it's okay.
1: Yeah, because I feel like it's super important for kids to know that it's totally okay to masturbate. Yeah. And it's healthy and, like, you should explore that way. And, like, like if you get urges, it's better to take care of them that way than to try to find some toxic situation. I feel like um, just normalcy around the topic of masturbation is – I mean, I think just
0: masturbation alone is one of those, like, weird topics that people don't want to talk about. Yeah.
1: Like. Shame. Shame. So much shame. Yeah. For sure.
0: Do you ever watch – well, obviously you don't, but there's a there's a cartoon – called big mouth on netflix Mm -mm. and in it and then in it there's the shame month like the shame there's like a shame wizard or whatever Mm -hmm. and it comes out and just like makes you feel bad about life
2: Mm.
0: it's like shame yeah and there's like the depression cat that comes and lays on your chest it's all about like these middle school kids starting puberty
1: yeah i like this Yeah, yeah yeah no i have not seen it
0: it's fucking hilarious
1: Okay, I'll keep it in mind next time I'm on Netflix wondering what I'm going to do with my life.
0: Season four should be coming out soon.
1: Yeah. So funny. Okay. Yeah. Shame. Masturbation. Intimacy. The shame
0: wizard. There's like... Pleasure. They they have hormone monsters.
1: (laughs) That's what I feel like I'm up against. Because if you... Do you know that every day a woman, her hormones change? Literally every single day. And so... to think about like all right so if my daughter starts her period soon i was 11 my daughter's 10 so it's coming we here it's <laughs> arrived um so to think like y'all oh, are gonna sink. so to think that like it's i mean hang on here because this is where i'm getting at <laughs> to think that it's just gonna like pop up and then change is stupid I think the girl, like, I've not done any research on this, but I'm just going to say that, like, building up to when a girl starts her period, it would only make sense that it shifts before that happens. Because it doesn't, it's not literally just going to, like, happen. So the week that I'm PMSing, she is also hard as fuck to handle. And I never know if it's because i'm more irritable or if it's because she's being more of a handful I, like I and i'm sure it's both like i'm sure there's both at play and so here we are i have three girls you are fucked <laughs> this is gonna be a good time <laughs> i'm gonna need more tequila anybody got more tequila
0: i have no alcohol in this house well i think there's some i think there's some wine downstairs oh you wouldn't like it i can bring my own Probably don't worry like dead
1: leaves <laughs> dead leaves that's what wine tastes like to
2: me. Oh, God, I'm
1: never going to see wine differently. You know what? I think the same about wine, but that wine party I went to was really good. There are some sweet wines. I mean, man. It wasn't even the sweetness, it was the ones. So she chose. Um, I-, I was really impressed, and I can't believe I was even invited to this kind of a party. So I love my friends. Don't get me wrong. Like the friends that I've made are, are they're fucking amazing human beings. But like she went to a local store. And got natural wines. And I'm not just saying like organic and without all of this shit in it. I'm saying like there was a wine there that was made like old school wine was made. There was a wine there that was made without fucking skins on the grapes. Like, like this is like well thought out old school methods of making wine that had no additives and extra stuff in it. Like the length that she went to pick out the wines that we tasted and that she knew the background of them it just blew my mind like she could literally tell you everything it's about funny these funny how alcoholics get to their wine <laughs> she's it's like beer but people but she's a very like that it is true but i don't i wouldn't consider her an alcoholic she's just like really into inter- entertaining and so i i feel like it was really just on brand. Like the the way that she sets up stuff and that she entertains, it was really just – it's just who she is. And I fucking love it. Like I love learning all of that about the wines. Also, we literally drank about one and a half to three bottles of wine per human being, and I didn't have a hangover at all. So I'm grateful Any for the wine. wine is fucking terrible, by the way.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Why? Well, we went to Wine Fest like way back. Like I had quit smoking like the – two days before. Mm-hmm. So we're at wine fest and I'm drinking and I wanted a cigarette so bad. Cause like you could see people off like smoking. And yeah. Like,
1: <sighs> Do you still feel that way about cigarette smoke? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm grossed out. Every
0: by once it. in a while it'll hit me just right. And, I'll, mm. and like that, that sweet smell will no. hit you. No, but it's very rare. Most of the time it's just that pungentness of it. But every once in a while, like if it's like a freshly lit cigarette, sometimes it'll just kind of waft by and I, but I, it's also like a childhood thing too, maybe because my my grandma smoked. And, yeah, my and, mom
1: smoked, and now all I think about is like, like dirty, dingy seventies walls where like it just permeated yeah. into it and all that. Anyway, go ahead with oh, yeah. your with your story about being wine drunk, and, and then we like decided cigarettes. it was
0: a good idea to walk home from <laughs> <the> Military Park.
1: <laughs> Listen, uh, that's where I was at from that night. And I text that a human being and said, hey, what are you doing tonight? Because I need a DD or I'm walking home. Kind of wish I had stayed the night at my friend's house. Hindsight. And I don't regret that evening. I'm just saying like hindsight duh, or Uber. Yeah. Duh. But you're so fucking gone. First of all, I'm, I'm never, I'm never drunk. I never get drunk. I may have a drink, but I'm never actually I've drunk.
0: Seen, have I ever seen you? I know we've drunk, we've drank around each other quite a bit years ago, but I don't know how drunk you ever because you always seem kind of reserved, at least. Really? Maybe, but then I was drunk too, and then I was also playing <laughs> cards a lot. So
1: he he said he he was like you were you were as chill as you always are. I think I just. First of all, I don't think that I realize when I'm at my max, other than now I'm, like, super aware and can consciously think about, like, as a 20-year-old, 21-year-old, you know what I'm saying? You're not fucking thinking shit don't through. don't hear. Yeah, you don't. I, there's, there's very little fucking breaks on anything. So, but he was like, I would have never known. And I was wasted. I, like, I, I struggled walking to his truck. So I think that maybe I just hold it very well. And I think that also I don't realize that I get to that point until I'm at that point. So I don't know. Like my it's been
0: so long since I've been drunk.
1: I don't, but I don't drink like that anymore. I will have a like a drink. Again, I had three and or two like two um old fashions and a beer that one night, but we were there for 6 hours. You know what I mean? So like that's not really a whole lot of alcohol within a six hour span. And I was drinking water and we were eating and like, do you know what I'm saying? So like, I don't know. Alcohol I think is
0: for weird. me, like,
1: oh, I don't know. I just don't drink
0: like I used to. Like back in the day, I'd polish off almost a fifth of vodka by myself.
1: I know. At poker nights, we drank a lot. Like I can guarantee you, you saw me drunk.
0: Well, I'm sure I did, but I, it's to whole the The remembering it part.
1: Yeah. Which alcohol also impairs. Yeah. (laughs) But also, I don't think I, like, I was never a crazy drunk. Not around poker night. That, I had definitely gone through a season of that, but not, it was, I was much younger. I was like 17 years old when I was crazy drunk and like didn't know how to handle myself. And I had gone through a lot of shit that alcohol had caused before I figured out how to be a human being and drink alcohol.
0: I think that's why we should start younger than twenty one, mm.
1: and, and I and I and I don't mean like you mean like in like, like like go
0: ahead like like how you know like some of the places in Europe where like they start off with wine with dinner and usually it's watered down yeah but
1: in a safe in a safe space right yeah, like, yeah that home
0: truly with family safe and dinner and stuff and then you know you know it's still not like okay to drink like whiskey and stuff but like yeah maybe then like. Having a couple beers with your dad or whatever, or you know what, or whoever mm-hmm. your guardian is or whatever. But I think it's such a taboo thing that like when we finally get it, because I remember being like 15 in a campsite with my buddy. It was my buddy and his brother, his younger brother, mm-hmm. and his younger brother and a friend. They we went camping with his with their parents, and my buddy and I were sitting on a picnic table, and we're older, we're about 15. And his younger brother and his friend come running back, and they had found a campsite with like a whole like stack of dirty thirties, of Bud Dry. (laughs) Right.
1: But isn't that like that's very on brand for that age? Yeah, that's very on brand for that age. So we
0: loaded up a backpack and we went walking. We I, I have such like weird night blindness, like like I can't see very well in the dark. Uh huh. And I mean, like to the point where like I fell off like a little like thing. was probably about like, this high. And I was like just walked right off of it. <laughs> but I mean, we were like just shotgunning beers without really knowing what we were doing. We were just yeah. trying to chug them as fast as we could. They were warm. Yeah. And we're like just in the middle of nowhere. We're like, oh, Yeah. We're like this is fucking terrible, but it was so much fun. You yeah. Know what I mean, like yeah. And I think part <clears throat> of that's important. I think part of that is important. And I think. I guess it depends too, like on who you're growing up with, because you're not always going to get the best role models anyway with people who drink in your family. Like, yeah, it's like my, my biological father is an alcoholic. Mm -hmm. My brother's father, who's basically more my dad than anything else is an alcoholic. My grandfather on my mother's side was an alcoholic. My mom, I saw her drink like once or twice in my life. Yeah. She just didn't.
1: My mom drank a lot, but when she did, she got wasted. I have a lot of guilt for, like, having a drink in front of my kids. And then I realized, like, it's probably good for them to see that I can have an adult beverage and not be crazy and go sit down and read a book and, like, just be a normal human being after drinking this. I had one last night, and then I realized we were almost out of bread. And I was like, hey, in like an hour I'm going to head to the store. And my daughter, <laughs> she doesn't... She was like, oh, in about an hour after you have it. She tries to, um, this is the one that we think has autism. So she tries to like very black and white it. And like 45 minutes had passed. And I was like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head to the store now and go get a loaf of bread real quick. And she goes, aren't you still drunk? You, it hasn't been an hour. And I was like, I, first of all, I was not drunk. Let's just discuss this. That you, I'm not going to get drunk off of one like can of cider. It's like the same as like a beer. It was enough that like I'm not going to leave right now. We're going to wait a second. Second of all, it's not like you can't just, like, the hour was gray. It, you can't just be like, oh, and we're done. I'm good now. <laughs> like, and good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Alcohol's completely out. We're good. Like, that's not how it works. Second, third, whatever. But, like, I can drive a little bit. After having a little bit of alcohol, and I'm even after one, you're probably yeah, like I perfectly fine. Yes, exactly. Like I could have literally That's downed lit. the fucking cider and then left, and then yes, and then left and been 100 okay to drive. But it was it was interesting to see like her perception on all of that. Um But so, but I think that it's good for her to like not like, but it's like that whole intimacy thing, right? The whole masturbation thing, like like in these situations. There's too much and there's not enough exposure. Like, can we just have, like, a middle ground of all of this? Like, let's just talk about it. Let's not be alcoholics around it. But, hey, to see mom have a drink and just act normal is probably healthy. I agree, though, that we should expose kids to it younger than when they're ready to, like, flee and say, fuck you. And, like, really in that rebellious – because I feel like all teens are like that. Maybe I'm wrong, but they all – Hit that like rebellious. every every
0: teen's going to kind of go through their own, like, rumspringa type shit anyway, right? Yes, yes. I wonder, like, because, I mean, even when I did keep alcohol in the house, it was always, like, an expensive for me whiskey. It mm-hmm. would be, like, higher Jameson. It was okay. still, like, $35 a bottle, so it wasn't, like... Some crazy expensive stuff, but
1: you make me literally want to go try whiskey, and it's not because I'm an alcoholic, but because I didn't know that there was more expensive whiskey that could be bought
2: <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh, but like, they like, there was like this cask mate that was out, and it was really, it was like they made this, uh, it was Jameson whiskey, and it was made in, um, uh, like these, uh, like some kind of beer barrels or whatever, so it had like that little bit of an ed- I think that's what it was. And I would have a glass of that every once in a while, mm-hmm. but I would never get stupid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd have a
0: glass or two and the kids are like, well, what does that taste like? I'm like, if your mom says it's okay, cause I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. Shanna's never liked the, like, the, the taste of whiskey. She's like, it tastes like bug spray. Oh, interesting. She doesn't like beer either.
1: I didn't used to like beer and now I do. The bug's bugging me. Yeah. So what's up with that? I don't know. Is it because when I... Well, I used to pers-
0: like beer and now I don't. Really? But I don't know like how much of that is mental. Like how much of that is like uh, trauma, if you will, of dealing with alcoholic friends mm-hmm. and uh, the destruction that that causes that's in wonderful. your life and that's, stuff. You that's know what
1: 100% I mean? trauma. Yeah. Not if you will. It is 100% trauma.
0: Well, I'm not. I'm not the woo-woo one here. So
1: yeah. Um. Yes, and that's interesting. Like, are you drinking the same kind of beer that you would have drank then? Probably
0: no. Well, I mean, because when I was younger, I always liked like Newcastle,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is a more higher end. Mid-range budget beer, you know what I mean.
1: So this is this is exactly what I was gonna bring up. Like literally, what you just said there is like, any time I drank any of those beers, I fucking hated them. Like the the beers that were in my budget then, not that I should be buying higher-end beer now, but like the beer that I've had now is like local breweries and like, but that's something that all wasn't really of this around fucking. Though. I know, I know, and so all this bougie beer, and so I don't know if I like it now because beer is so different now and like the the spectrum of types of beer like that it's accessible and i don't know it's just weird so i i like beer now i, I still mean, can't I mean, drink there's a there's a
0: difference between like natty ice
1: mm-hmm.
0: or mm-hmm. bush
2: mm-hmm.
0: or whatever's you know whatever people showed up with a pbr, like, PBR <laughs> versus like even like newcastle which is a yeah. different flavor than yes Then, like, which is like a very dark, dark beer, and it came in a clear bottle. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And versus like some of that craft stuff that's out today, that's like, hmm, we use 48 pounds of hops in this 12 ounce can.
1: Right. Yeah. You
0: taste it like your head turns inside out.
1: So, yes, but I still don't know enough. It tastes
0: like what weed smells like.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. The hoppy stuff. Yeah. But I don't know enough about all of that world to know, like, what I like.
0: Right. You can go to, like, a beer tasting. Go I to, like, want
1: to go to a beer tasting. You can
0: just go to... Um, Upland. You
1: can go to Upland.
0: You can go to Sun King. Yeah. I
1: like Upland because it's... I will I won't say the rest of that. <laughs> it's, it's within the bumper. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah um i do want to do that but now i want to taste whiskey too and this is all just like a curiosity i didn't i think that i was just so broke when i started drinking as we are yeah 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 and then i stopped drinking for 10 years and i'm like oh i'm an adult and there's adult beverages and i just went to that wine tasting where all of these like super expensive awesome natural wines that i didn't know existed and i'm like What's in the rest of the world of alcohol? Not that I'm an alcoholic, but... It's fine. You can say it. I'm not an alcoholic. It's a safe space. It's a safe space. You're seen. I feel... I was just (laughs) going to say, I feel seen. Oh, and then I feel so bad poking at that because there's so much validity to feeling seen There is, but but I think,
0: but I mean, you can't take any of it too seriously.
1: No, you really, really cannot. You really, really cannot. Um not in the space of social media and public space. There is so much validity to the one-on-one to feeling seen with the people you are intimate with, your relationships. So much validity to that, but you can't take that to social media and expect it out of that either. Because people take
0: things like as a personal attack like if you like you're like, oh, you keep leaving me.
1: I had to see what time it is. I need to watch is what I need to do.
0: Get you in them bougie Apple watches.
1: Yeah. Um If I, maybe I will when I'm done paying for my daughter's preschool. Fair enough. You like how I didn't go in the direction I was going to go in? <laughs> <laughs> but
0: yeah, I don't know. Like,
1: I don't even know where I was going. Um, Feeling seen on the internet.
0: Yeah, like, you can get, get attacked like... If you disagree, like like somebody posted something like Tool listed out a bunch of new tour dates. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's some like in Kentucky and like Ohio. And they're not that far away, like three, two, three hours away.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Nothing in Indiana. But I'm like, those kind of shows, especially like that band in general, have become so expensive. Yes. And difficult to acquire the tickets that it be, has become to me undesirable.
1: Yes. Relatable. Even,
0: so even I, you know, even though I saw Tool like in 2000 or whatever, 2000 2001, they did a four-date tour. It was mm-hmm. four it was like Atlanta, New York, Chicago, and I can't remember maybe Dallas or something like that. And we got tickets luckily for the Chicago show. We were in line, Karma, the guy got three sets of tickets out. So we got a ticket. And I remember looking on eBay at the time, and people were asking, absorbing an amount of money for this big pen, and you get these free tool tickets. Because, you know, the whole thing with reselling tickets on there, yeah. scalping or whatever, but there was ways around. And they were going for like $22,000 a piece for like the New York show. Wow. And whether they got that or not, it's a whole yeah. other story.
1: Yes, right? always with eBay, yep.
0: Right, you have to look at what's sold, but... Um, but then, like, there was a thing in the Atlanta date where there were 3,000 tickets available and 6,000 people with tickets showed up. So they were having to check everything with blacklight, and it was mm-hmm. like a nightmare. Like, the show started, like, an hour later because it was just a nightmare. Yeah. So by the time Chicago rolled around, I remember we show up to the show, we get parked, and we're walking to the venue. And I remember it was uh, pretty awesome. But, but just, I mean, we paid, like, $35. For an evening with They played two sets Mm-hmm Even the shit that happened With David Draymond He was a dickhead to me But I don't know You probably don't know who that is Nope The singer for Disturbed Okay As we were coming up On the line To walk into the Like he got out of his car Like car dropped him off Mm-hmm Because you know They're a Chicago band too Well Tool's not But Disturbed is a band from Chicago Yeah He gets out with a girl On each arm And walks right in And like just cuts us in line Of course and then like, well, that was a dickhead thing to do. But I guess if you're royalty, yep. And then like he was up in the balcony, had a great probably had a reserved seat or whatever. Probably mm-hmm. had this was at the Riviera, yeah, in Chicago. And um, I remember he stood up and he looked over the crowd like, and someone was like, "Oh wow," you know that whole fucking thing. And I was yeah. like, oh, "What a fucking tool bag."
1: I mean they exist, don't they? Oh yeah. In a plenty. Yeah. There's enough of them out there.
0: I don't know. But I mean like it was like 35 bucks, but I mean I know that the I know that the the that the the environment of music is different now. Mm-hmm. Album sales aren't a thing anymore. Yeah. I mean streaming is something, but it's probably peanuts in comparison.
1: Yeah. And I, I
0: know that they're trying to make all their money out f- back from tours, but like to get in like the front section, standing room only, it being like four or five hundred dollars is fucking ridiculous.
1: Right. Well, Coheed was. It ended up being fifty dollars for me to stand in the lawn in the back, and not that I'm complete. Like I don't mind. That's fifty bucks is not that bad. But I was like, I couldn't even see him. I had to watch it on TV.
0: Well, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like I went and saw Black Dahlia two two different dates, It's mm-hmm. in Chicago and Fort Wayne. I think I paid like thirty bucks a ticket. Yeah, and I was. Right on the gate, right watching them play, both shows, comfortable. Right. Except in the Chicago show, there's something dripping on me. I don't know what it was. It was water dripping. Piss. It wasn't piss. It was coming from the ceiling. I mean, it could have been piss.
1: There, yep, piss.
0: Probably it was piss. It was cold piss. Yes, it was very, cold very piss. It was yes. ice cold piss from the ventilation system.
1: When I worked at Crackers, above us was when they would do the um, Rocky Horror Picture Shows. Mm-hmm. their toilets would leak in crackers. So those
0: buildings are like 4,000 years old.
1: Yeah. They are original to Indy downtown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So the elevators don't work. Yes. Or at least they're very like hitter. Even like going to like, when we'd go to taps and dolls. Yes. We would just take the stairs. because Yes.
1: You don't want to get stuck in that shit. No. Like, like being stuck in a modern elevator sounds terrifying, but being stuck in one of those fucking elevators. No, no. And then,
0: and then the guy who owned Taps and Dolls bought the place next, or bought Crackers, mm-hmm. and the space above, which used to be Hollywood Barn Filmworks, yeah. bought all that, made it to the, the 247 Sky Bar. Hmm. And I think, it, I don't know, I think that the Crackers is now another kind of comedy club. I forget what it's called now. but Oh, downtown? Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I just knew it was Crackers.
0: Well, they cha- it wasn't Crackers anymore. I don't even think Crackers is in Broad anymore.
1: No, it's not. And I'm sad about that.
0: I never, I never went. I went to the comedy club at downtown once for an open mic night because I was really considering trying to be a comic.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I sat and drank with a couple of the comedians that night and you know, and never, I never tried it. But I went with Andy and he tried it and he was funny but he did, just did the two, like the two competition things
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then he never did it again. He should have kept
1: going. I mean, it's all about Preparing repetition and, stuff. and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, You're gonna it's a show, bags it's, of shit, right? It's a show, like, you gotta practice and shit, yeah, yeah. I gotta get out of here though, dude. Well, so I'm not paying $30 not yet. I don't when this shit starts making money, I could pay $30, but yeah, until we'll get then, the fuck out of here, until then.